damn music here. Everybody should be. Hi. Hello. Look at us go. <laughs> I love it. Ooh. Ooh. Um, hi, I, I'm Drew, your humble dungeon daddy for the evening, and this is the wonderful cast of Nightmares of the Midnight Veil. Vale. Look at all their beautiful faces. Uh, they're just so great. I love them so much. And, um, you know what? No, I'm gonna make people wait. We're gonna wait for that teaser. Anybody got anything to, uh, to say about anything at all? At all? Uh anything? Yeah, actually, uh, I, I, I do, I do, I do. In fact, I have something, uh, that I would like to speak on. Yeah, and yeah, I'm going to do that now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm being so awkward about this. Uh, anyway, hey, so over the, the past couple of weeks, you've heard me regale with some, uh, uh, Asimar as they're called in Dungeons and Dragons, or you might know them as ASMR style. Um, definitely not an ad read. You've heard me tell about going to the, the magical world of Dungeons and Dragons, playing with yours truly on StarPlaying.com. It's a really sweet thing. I want you to picture once again, you're sitting there. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I need to book a game. I need to play some D&D because it's in my veins. Dungeons and Dragons, it's 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 since the first edition I've wanted to play, but I don't want to play the first edition. I'd rather play anything else. And that's fair because you know what? You you know what you like and it doesn't have to be fifth edition. Just maybe it's not first, first edition. Uh, yeah, not doing that fact. I was looking for the terminology of that the other day when I was talking to someone about first edition. I was like, what is the way you calculate armor class? Fact. Anyway, so and, <laughs> back back on, on track because I wasn't distracted at all and I'm doing great. Quacko, you're a quacko. I don't, I don't know. Fucking <laughs> so if you're sitting there and you're like, man, I sure would love to play some Dungeons and Dragons with an incredible dungeon master. I'm looking for someone who is like great at voices, funny, comedic, writes brilliant stories, has an incredible like face, is just cute as hell. And I can call them daddy whenever I want. Well, boy, howdy, look no further because you're looking at Drew is on startplaying.com, baby. Yeah. If you go to startplaying.game slash GM slash Dicey Encounter, that's right i know his link not mine um you can go there you can sign up for one of his many games and those games are i believe they're open i'm gonna just quickly click uh yeah there's some new adventures you can you can hop into seats you can play with the boy you've heard him dm here and he is no he's so great and he's so talented and so good and you play dnd and you can be like wow i'm gonna play dnd in this fun little environment it's gonna be great so do it do it you coward <laughs> i don't know why i'm calling you a coward but Anyway, you should do it. Start playing. Wait. Start playing dot game slash GM slash dicey encounters. Go there because yeah, you can play with Drewby Dooby Doo, and he's great and it's amazing. And you could also like read the reviews. The reviews. He speaks for himself, and he's great. And he's gonna be. He's gonna wow you. Honestly, call him daddy, and then play D and D with him. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's it. That's my ad. And that was Jakey's bribe for the week. And here we go. So does so it I have 10 inspo now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thematically. Uh, does anybody have anything inspo. else they would like to talk about? I know we didn't talk about anything else for ads, but if anybody has anything, so now's your time to shine. Nope, I'm going to take that as a no. So one more mini thing. 
Yeah. I figured out how to use my scanner, so today's doodle notes are going to be actually on pen and paper <gasps> because it hurts me less oh. than my iPad. So it'll have the authenticity oh. of my my hand-drawn sketches, which, if you've seen them, they are... I, I prefer my non-digital sketches over my other ones, so I'm going to see if I can get my scanner to work again. And if it doesn't work, well, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> Amazing. It'll be fine. It'll work. You should do what I, I, I so. do. Which what is, do you do? I take a picture with my phone, and then I, when I edit it, I put it in black and white. Um, mm. But I put it in the silver tone one because it picks up the white better. Silver tone. I'm going mm. to... Do I have a sticky note? I have a sticky note. I'm sticking that on my monitor. Also, if you have Ibis Paint on your um, on your phone, it has an extract line drawing feature, which is really good for that. I, I, Ibis Paint, and that's my monitor, so I don't forget. Wait, why it, am I covering? It won't be. It won't be forgotten now. There, there. Wow, wow, Sticky wow. noted. Wow, wow, wee wow. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Dungeons well. and Dragons. I guess without further ado, uh, some people are here to see a teaser that was announced on the Discord, and we might as well just go ahead and play it. So I'm just going to mute us real quick. In the heart of the forsaken world of Darkus, where destiny itself is but a whisper, darkness stirs. A band of immortal fiends awakens, thirsting for power and dominance. They are not heroes, but monsters in the making, embracing their darkest desires. Enter a world where the line between good and evil blurs, as your favorite characters will face sinister choices. Join us. For Crimson Conquest, Secrets of the Bloodright Bastion, a campaign that will leave you thirsting for more. Saturday, November 18th, marks the beginning of a chilling weekly saga. Will you embrace the darkness or fight against it? <laughs> We're back. Well, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. It's gonna still? be it's gonna it's it's gonna be a weekly game. <gasps> and we're gonna we're gonna a pre weekly a weekly game. It's gonna be on Saturdays. Uh a stream or well uh, uh pre-recorded on here on Twitch. So that way we can put up content warnings, cause hooey, that's gonna be one of them games. So yeah, there'll be vampires. content warnings and all vampires and spooky blood-eating stuffs, you know. And uh, yeah, so uh, I know uh, for the cast, uh, we're we're meeting up tomorrow for session zero to get everything ready. So we'll get to talk about that soon. Without further ado, uh, let's roll for recap. Oh God, yeah, that's a thing. We had a session last time we need to talk about. Hey. Oh God. Do I remember what happened? And while oh, everybody's no. rolling for recap, uh, the cast, well, first off, I got a nat 20. Uh, the cast oh, has leveled up. <laughs> Woo! Wow, level seven! Level two. Level two. Wait, wait. Oh, God. Eight? 
an eight the lowest. <laughs> Fee, what did you get? What, what, what did you, what, what you say? Oh, 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 no. <sighs> Thank you, gods above, because I definitely remember what happened last time. I am. Um, I would I, hope you I, do I, out of all of us here. I traded a, a dice this week. Uh, I had an absolutely gorgeous um, uh, dicey encounters green. The, the room of the green neon one that I uh -huh. inked. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I traded mm -hmm. that with our lore master uh, Glaive because green is one of his favorite colors, and I got a gorgeous purple and black and gray smoky one. This just robbed me in that one. First off, yikes. Second off, green is not a creative color. I'm sorry. Was uh was was the second one made by me? Yeah. Well, you see what had happened was <clears throat> you abandoned the first dice. And no, it was here's angry. the thing. Here's the thing, right? Uh, I I inked it. I gave it all my love, and then I gave it to someone else because I, you know, they. I was just gonna hand it over, but but Glaive was like, no, 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 let's trade. So now I've got a new one to 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 look after. But it's like a rebellious little teenager. It's like, no, you're not my real parent. And I'm like, <laughs> so now you have to ask Glaive how your other one is rolling. This also the colors on this is very um, uh, it's it's gorgeous. Oh, it's very uh, it's spacey. Giving... I I remember that one. It's it's not even for me. It's not even spacey. It's uh, it's Gengar. <gasps> Gengar. Gengar. Gengar dice. Gengar dice.com. So, uh, how dare you be so talented with your clicky claps? Just... I don't um, make them those right now, so it's okay. No one can buy any cursed dice because they're not available. Uh, well, I guess I better do a recap. Hey. I, I mean, if you want to. I mean, <laughs> I wait. He said, "If you want to, just say no. Story. Just say no. Tell Drew, Drew you know. to do it." Yeah, it's it's oh, recap for my story. If you have a good enough story about your dice, then you don't have to do recap. That's the rule, right? I, that is. Yeah. So it was just implemented. Uh, so last last session, uh, we all kind of got together uh, the evening after the auction. We stopped by Opal's shop. Uh, because her and Deirdre are besties now, um, obvi, got to, uh, and she, um, also offered some, some very beautiful jewels that, uh, are going to get transformed into some very interesting pieces of jewelry for us, which is very exciting, so we have to go back and pick those up at some point. Um, we also, like, talk to some random people outside the shop who were just loitering. It was a whole thing. Uh, anyway, um, we went back to the, the hotel. We booked another night in the hotel. Uh, we got food sent up to the room. We kind of talked a couple of things out. Just kind of like bringing everyone up to speed on the whole Deirdre situation and emotionally where we were all at and just kind of like going, okay, spa day is going to be great but also here's some things we need to be aware of because the guy that we're going to be having spa day with is kind of a dragon no no i left that wide open for you really <laughs> no i'm not gonna look i'm not a i'm not a fish in a pond if you put the hook there i'm not just gonna take it k 
It's got to be a surprise. I got to be like, mm, thought, it, thought, you know, I thought you dragging these nuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh um, I couldn't hold them back. <laughs> couldn't hold those nuts back. Um, God. <laughs> not in my sparkling water. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the number of our party who need to sleep when it slept, um, all burritoed up, although I did realize, and I realized this yesterday, why Deirdre burritos? Because it's like a chrysalis. She a bug. She's a bug. <laughs> anyway. Um. She uh, Melier went and, and, and wandered around the streets uh, and found a flyer for building a familiar, which is very interesting. Love that. Uh, Hope uh, ate some food for the first time and turned pink. That was kind of funny. Uh, and then it was spa day. And it was very chill vibes. Chill vibes. Nothing but chill vibes. Nothing dramatic happened at all, except everything dramatic happened. Because Drew can't let us have one nice thing. So, Amir went into a sensory deprivation chamber uh, with a, a fucking jam dragon. Uh, had a big old fucking, like, emotional, mental, spiritual, physical revelation and has come out fundamentally completely changed but also not it's a whole thing the art is fantastic though we love it love to see it uh deirdre and hope who is umming and ahhing about whether they're called hope anymore but that's a whole different thing had a heart to heart about the fact that hope killed a fucking guy um and then went and and had like a uh, had actual sleep which is not a thing that either of them have ever done uh, and had some pretty weird dreams where Deirdre got to speak to her mom who can't communicate with her for some reason that's been blocked and that's fucking weird. Uh, and Hope got fucking just just like high-fived by a fucking goddess, I guess. I don't fucking know. It was weird. Hope doesn't understand the context. Hope doesn't even know who the fuck that is. But apparently was like, hey. You're cool. I like you. You're my chosen. What up? And Hope's just like, who are you? Anyway. Uh, and then we woke up. As you do. Just confused. Uh, meanwhile, Melier is like, I gotta go. I had a nice little oil bath, but I gotta go. Because I got my fucking familiar class to get to. And as she's going through the streets. Oh, what's that? The fucking moose? The moon that was in one tiny little piece is now a whole moon again? And everyone's freaking out, and that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> Amazing recap. Uh, yeah, that's that's two inspos right wow. there. I have no follow-up questions. That was great. That was wonderful. I love it. Mm. I forgot case. that much happened during spa day. Man, I like... <laughs> It's the, you were going through the, yeah, you were going through the recap, and I was like, yeah, like, there's some weird stuff that happened. And I was like, yeah, that, there's some... There's some weird stuff. That's enough weirds. That's enough slices. <laughs> um, a lot happened, and I'm gonna be real. Like, game too. Like it was just a lot, like in a very short period of time. So I was just like, yeah, because like the 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 three kind of spa spa moments were all happening at the same time. Essentially, like we were having our sleepy time whilst Amir was being physically changed, whilst Melier was out going, huh. 
to moon. You know, like the whole thing yeah. was just like, it's spot Drew. It's spa day, Drew. Nellie was having yeah. a great time, like ignoring the moon reappearing. Like she had I a really nice episode. <laughs> I would uh, like to make a disclaimer. I have never been to a spa, thus I never have known the joys of a spa. So excuse me. I'm Same. so sorry. Drew, Drew assumes he's gonna go to a spa one day, and they're just gonna waterboard him in the back. That's what he <laughs> thinks a spa is. That's what he's like, man. He's like, maybe I have been to a spa, but somebody fucking clotheslined me the moment I came in and knocked me the fuck out for eight hours. And then afterwards I came out and I don't know what happened. So this is what <laughs> but I, I was a changed happen. person. Yeah, so, so the dog claims. Yeah, happened when you go to the spa. <laughs> Thanks. Can I vote for uh, all of the cast going on a spa day at some point? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> yes. Like an yeah. actual spa day where Drew doesn't traumatize us. I mean, don't put it past me. Look, in real look, life, if we I all get relaxed enough, trauma dumping just happens, okay? So yeah. we get comfy with each other, and then we're like, man, isn't it crazy how, like, my parents didn't love me? And then everybody just goes, so do you want the seaweed scrub? <laughs> uh, Beautiful. As Verity has said, chill days make either the world or emotions implode, and that is very true. In, in this game. Oh! We have both. Best of both worlds. Best of both. So, uh, yeah. The beautiful recap. Excellent. Uh, so, yeah. Let's pick up where we left off. And let's start with Melier. Melier, you've just seen this sliver of a moon that you've only known for three days or so. Uh, just turn into this giant full moon, and then you watch as the uh, shadow of the moon conceals it back into a crescent shape. People in the street are freaking out. Uh, there's a few people, there's a small kobold just pointing up to the sky. You know, just giving out a really good scream out in the middle of the city. Um, Sorry, I missed that. What What did he say? Uh, it, it went up like, ah! I'm sure my partner is really enjoying this in the other room. Uh <laughs> To our, to our podcast listeners, I'm so fucking sorry. We'll to our podcast it. listeners, we'll eat my app. Someone will edit it. I don't know. V, help me. Uh, but yes. I'm the meter stream. I'm going to edit that out, buddy. You won't. It's okay. Uh, sorry, podcast. Base uh, boost it. <laughs> uh, but yes, Melier, this is what you see. Uh, what, what, do you, what, do you, uh, what do you think about this? What what, what you do? I'm any other character would have such a different reaction. But Melia looks up and is like, oh, she managed to redirect her god. Cool. And just goes on her way. Love it. Uh, so just you are, fully just like... <laughs> you are continuing on to the IAI. Yeah, no, she's on a mission. She doesn't care. Like, <laughs> like it's not that she doesn't care, but it's there's nothing she can do about it right now. So, Absolutely. So yeah, you uh, continue your way over to the IAI, um, the Institute for Arcane Ingenuity. Uh, yes. It's it's a good bit of a walk. You've got to go down uh, the river. Um, mm -hmm. Now you've got some choices on where you can go. Uh, you can pass by the Vakele District, so the Market District. You can go through the Admin District over to uh, the uh, Education District. 
or you can go a bunch of different other ways. Um, you want to take a longer route or a shorter route? Shorter route, because Millie wants to get there on time. And Perfect. she was already kind of running late last time. <laughs> All right. So you start you start booking it, uh, and you make your way across the river, pass by the Bard College nearby, and uh, start making your way. Uh, as you are approaching up to the district, and some time has gone by um, by now, uh, a lot of the people in the street are still, like, looking up at the sky as you pass by them and kind of ignore the situation going on. Um and you finally make your way in, and as you get into this education district, you can see uh, three distinct uh, buildings that are in there. There's one that has eight different pillars that rise up. It looks very much fortress-esque. Uh, you see another one that is very elven uh, made with the, the roofs and the architecture. And then... You see another one, and branded across the top, it says Institute for Arcane Ingenuity. And according to the flyer, that is where you were supposed to be. Go that way. Are there any other signs that point workshop here, or is it just go to the front desk? And <laughs> uh, as of right now, there are no signs up front. Uh, just a bunch okay. of people staring up into the sky. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. <sighs> Melly can't roll her eyes, but she has the urge to, right? Fair. Fair. <laughs> uh, um, here we go. Um, but yeah, so you can uh, make your way inside, and as soon as you do, there's this little moat of light that flutters in front of your face, comes down. Hello! And welcome to the IAI. AI, AI, AI. And then it just stops for a moment and then kind of resets a little bit welcome to the iai my name is hi very nice to meet you you as well i think melly is like immediately inspecting trying to figure out if this is something that is what is its arcane nature i guess <laughs> Um, of its creation. Like, wanna... immediately she's going into that. Yeah, uh, you can roll an arcana on that if you'd like. Hey. Where's, which one's the highest one? That's a 25. Let's see if I roll higher than that. I do. It'll be a 27. <laughs> 27. Uh, so this is very much... Uh, it was created by... Um, uh, let's see. Do, do, do. <laughs> I hope you had lore on this. I did. I did. I did, in fact. Yes. Uh, I, I will ask all the questions, Drew. <laughs> uh, so this uh, appears to be of a specific kind of magic uh, that you've seen a little bit of in the uh, Soul Cellar Inn. Uh, this mm -hmm. happens to be doo -doo -doo, uh, an artificer magic of technomancy. Uh and this little mode of light, as it floats in front of your face, you can start to see there's a small metallic orb that floats mm. in the center of it. Hello. Um, I was coming by to search for the familiar building class. Absolutely. Are you looking for Barlog Fiddlesweep? 
Is that the name on the flyer? It is. Correct. Wonderful. Come with me. Welcome to the Institute for Arcane Ingenuity. My name is I. It's just kind of like floating there in the in the sky, just moving around. It's I feel like I know it doesn't have a gate, but somehow Melier's own gate is matching <laughs> it, it <very laughs> the floating much, orb. It, it has this. Uh, 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 there's a word I'm looking for that I can't find, but it's very Way. much like bobbing in the air as it's moving. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, We've synced up. <laughs> Yeah, you've absolutely synced up. Sorry, chat's got me, got me going. Um, and as it goes over, you're led down some hallways and past some rooms. As you look in, you can see there's like a lot of mechanical parts that are moving. Uh, you can also see there's like this room full of electricity that's moving through these different parts. Different canisters look like they're storing energy. And finally, it gets to this last room. And it kind of like stops and then floats around you for a second and says, Welcome to the classroom of Barlog Fiddlesweep. Enjoy your time. Goodbye. <laughs> and it just <laughs> floats Thank off. you. <laughs> Do I see Fiddlesweep? <laughs> As you look inside the classroom, you see a, uh, a gnome with this vibrant purple hair uh, like soot and dust covering his face. Uh, and as you take a closer look around, there's other students inside. Uh, but then the first thing you uh, notice after that would be this gigantic mechanical bear that's up and moving around. Uh, it just gives out the... And that, that's that's about it. Um, in front of these students, you can see these these tables laid out with different mechanical pieces, bits of metal, some armor, wiring, uh, and then off in the back of the room, you can see these things that look like they're extruding out uh, material onto a flat plate. Ooh. Okay. 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 Um, so people are already here starting to work, or is it just like they, the they are beginning of starting to work. I will go to what looks like the gnome who seems to be the one in charge. Yeah. Um. Hello. I hope I'm not too late. Ah, oh, it's never too late to come learn. Hello. Hello. Um. um introductions. Hello. I'm Barlog. Uh, this is Twiddle. Uh, my bear. Familiar. I assume you're here for the to learn to make uh familiars for yourself. Yes, I am. I would much enjoy that, especially seeing how complex I can get. And she's like openly just admiring the bear as like a masterpiece of like engineering roll, almost. Roll me a perception real quick. Hey, I will definitely do that. We're definitely going to do. Okay, please scroll. There we go. <laughs> Is the bear sitting there like, or, 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 I rolled a 27 or, again. <laughs> A uh, twenty-seven. Again, I, I swear. Um, so as you're admiring just everything that's going on there, you also catch this gnome that's admiring you as a construct. Uh, just 
seeing all these little like hidden gears the the armor plating you have on yourself very impressed with the craftsmanship <laughs> he 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 looks up and says oh um well let me get you started uh over there we have our extruders uh so if there's any kind of material you're looking for you need to be have made uh armor plates uh, circuitry anything you really need uh it can be fabricated here uh also if you need any help with the ai of your um familiar we can help you with that um but honestly it's just about having fun oh okay um i do not have um i'm not familiar with the ai of things how would that work as far as is that more of an enchantmenting or an um technological so uh, here we have uh, Professor CA2P3R. Uh, we like to call him Casper. Uh, and uh, he, he's in charge of the... Oh. <coughs> he's in charge of the uh, technomancy side of things. I'm going to have to block out Jakey's face real quick. <laughs> uh, he's just friendly, right? He's just a real friendly being there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, that would be, uh, uh, Casper over there, uh, he, uh, implements technomancy into this, and so he comes and helps out with the AI aspect of familiar making. Uh, so I'm really good at making the construct bases, uh, and then, uh, he sort of gives them a mind of their own. Oh, okay. So not unlike making other constructs. Understood. Yeah. Uh, did you have um, a particular, um, creature in mind? Yes. Um, I was hoping to get, um, a small bat, if possible. A bat? Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeremy over there, uh, is making a sparrow. Um, okay. so if you want to go team up with Jeremy, and I'm sure he can kind of show you, you know, ins and outs of making a small smaller intricate one and if you need any help okay. just let me know and like i said the extruders are over there so if you need to fabricate anything uh, what kind of material were you thinking i was hoping of similar make that i am oh of like porcelain yes that's very neat i uh i have not seen a construct made out of that a little bit fragile but that, that could be pretty cool Oh, I not as fragile as it looks. And I straight up like bang my arm. Oh. And like it it fully like the sound is the most odd cross between what you would think the initial clink of porcelain and then it rings out like a metal almost, like a bell. Oh, well then. Um to give you an idea for the extruder over there, if you're able to take a little chip or a little bit of your armor that's on you, you can feed it okay. into the extruder and it will extrude out that same material. Um, and so if you want to make the little plates for the bat and all that, you can. Excuse Sounds me, I'll good. go take a sip of water. Yeah, of course. You've been lecturing students almost all day. Of course you need to stay hydrated from my understanding of more biological creatures. As she resists the urge to say fleshies. <laughs> um, yes, uh, do have fun, um, and I'll chat with you in a little. Thank you. I will walk towards Jeremy. 
and it's the most it's not necessarily awkward it's more like this is what i was told to do so very confident walk and plop on the stool next to him <laughs> uh you sit next to this uh urchinasi very much has like crystals growing out of certain points in the clothing um very uh very standard looking like humanoid face um but very notable like urchinasi with the crystals growing out of shoulders in the mm -hmm. back looks over and says oh hey hi um hello i was um directed by barlow to perhaps join you since um we are both hoping to make flying creatures oh yeah um yeah uh so i'm making the sparrow here uh what are, what are you making um i'm hoping to make a bat um which i think will be just very useful for myself <laughs> to be honest as uh someone who cannot see very well yeah no that's um, at night so awesome. hopefully and and putting those components into a familiar would be yeah just uh, nice. <laughs> well you caught me at a great time i've just got the frame put together and as you look down it's like the 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 armature of this sparrow is already set up on the table uh he okay. says so pretty much this is what we want to do you want to start at the armature and then you start with the wiring and then after the wiring you put on the plates and uh finish that up and then uh casper will come give it an ai consciousness and boom you got a familiar oh that's quite simple yeah <laughs> it, well to be honest it's a little more difficult for us because we're making like smaller ones if you were making something like fiddle over there then you know well, the parts are larger, so. Yeah, easier to work with. But if if you got some good dexterity, then yeah, we could we could do this. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go grab parts for this and start. Yeah, you'll want to look over layout. in that bin over there, and he points over to a bin that has some like metal bits sticking out in that. Perfect. Um, I will use my channel divinity so that I can make myself. Um, proficient in tinkers tools because mm. I assume I will need <laughs> absolutely um, um, because you know <laughs> I know I have I have the ability why, why would I not use it <laughs> absolutely um, and I will start going about picking up I'm definitely trying to it's a mechanical construct so it's definitely much like myself it's not going to be the most quiet mm. But I'm trying to get a very light but sturdy metal to try to make it as less clunky as possible. Roland, <laughs> especially considering it's that. Roland investigation. There are a few different bins over this area, and they each have uh, different types of material in them. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, so you, as you're looking through, you find you know your standard like aluminum. You find some more uh, like steel pins and things like that, and then you come across a box that has like these little mithril gears. Uh, and being a construct yourself and already having some mithril inside of your makeup, uh, you know this material to be something that's rather light and durable uh really good for the inside of this uh thing so yeah you find some mithril gears some steel little bars perfect i am getting started with that i think the main things i'm very focusing on as far as the construct of this is yes what i already said the lightness and like the less bulky other than that i'm really wanting this thing to have some sort of 
night vision with its flight. Nice. Yeah. So that's... Um, with with a 19-2 looking around, you see some small uh, red lenses. Uh, and they're, they're a little bit bigger than you need, but you know you'd be able to cut those and resize oh, yeah. them if need be. Uh, and okay. these are more on the... Um, the the IR side of things, so getting a little infrared uh, lenses and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you gather all your materials and sit back down and start constructing the armature of your creature. And now we go back over to Deirdre and Hope. Deirdre and Hope, you have awakened from your slumber. Uh, and Deirdre, as soon as you have awoke, there are these, and Hope, you would absolutely see this, there are these vibrant green ethereal lunar luna moth wings uh sticking out of the back of deirdre and as you're kind of looking at them they like flutter for a second and then dissipate you had wings yeah i've had wings before no i mean just now you had wings Like a memory of wings. Mm. Well, I did get to talk to my mom, so maybe that's mine? Maybe. Is she okay? Um, she... I'm sure she'll be fine, but... She did say we can't talk for a while. Are you okay? That's a very loaded question. I'll be fine, probably. I don't know. I'm just gonna reach out and kind of very gently squeeze your hand. I feel like we've been holding hands this whole time, so it's just squeebs. Oh, I, yeah, in which case, I can just, just squeeze your hand right down. I will be okay. Um, she did say to go find her after I've done what I need to do. She's always cryptic, though, so... Um, that's just her way. Well, I hope the okay part comes quickly. Me too. Did you have... Did you dream? Must have slept. I did. There was a... There was a voice... From someone much bigger than me. Not like bigger, but like bigger. Mm. Like like how we must seem to ants. Oh. And 
they said that they had chosen me. But they didn't say for what. Mm. And I don't know who they are. So I don't know if I have to do anything for them. Mm. And if I do, that's going to be awkward. Well, I mean, they can't really get upset at you for not doing the things that they haven't told you to do. Like, my mom said that she gave me something and that I'm going to know how to use it. And I'm just like, could you give me some more information? And she's like, bye. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> maybe it's just a situation where when you know, you'll know, you know? No, I don't. And that's I, the problem. I don't know either. Okay. So, yeah. So it's just kind of, um, sometimes when people tell you that you'll just know or that you're chosen and you'll know what to do, I think it's just kind of like, as long as you do what feels right, if things turn out good, then they'll take ownership of it, you know? My worry is... If I need to sleep for them to talk to me, I don't. That's their fault. <laughs> I don't know if we can afford regular communication. Listen, you know? if, if they chose you and they need for you to sleep to speak to you, they should have factored that in. They should be giving you at least an allowance so that you can sleep or find some other way to communicate. That's on them. That's not on you. <laughs> I well, I don't need to sleep. Maybe I could learn to sleep, though. I don't... I don't know anyone that does sleep. Uh... I know. This is the problem. <laughs> wait a minute. I tried wait, last wait. night. The guy I tried, was... I, I, I laid down with you and Amir and I stared at the ceiling for like two hours and sleep didn't happen. So I, I guess I just can't sleep. You know? What, what was the guy that, that ran the restaurant? Do we know like what race he was? Was he like a gnome or like something? I can't remember. It's been... <laughs> it feels like it's been forever <laughs> since we've seen that guy. <laughs> I know it was the guy just like saw two, two days, days ago, ago. <laughs> but it feels like a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Drew, do we remember like what race that guy was? Because if he's if he's Hubie, then maybe they'll be able to teach him how to sleep. We're just gonna go to a guy who runs a restaurant and be like, "Hey, can you teach he me how to us. sleep?" We he gave owes you, us. We gave you money. Teach me how to we gave sleep. You a lot of money. Yeah, I feel like you know of the of the, the amount of things that we did for that gentleman. If anybody is gonna just like <laughs> help us out, I, I, I'm just gonna read a book. I mean, Sleeping you talk to dummies. You talk to Gibby too. Gibby loves you. That's true. Out of character suggestion. Book. Could, could hope to sleep in wild shape. <laughs> Only for three hours. Three hours can be Three hours is enough for a call, phone call. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you get into REM cycle, at least, then, <laughs> then yeah, you okay. get get a, get a good couple of REM cycles in there. We'll be fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like having to put uh, coins back in the fucking <laughs> the payphone and start up a new REM cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Only, only, only one way to know. There. But yeah, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know what they want, or why they chose me, or what they chose me for. But apparently, someone chose me, which is quite nice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been chosen before. Hmm. I don't really know what being chosen means. I mean, I guess I was chosen because I was adopted. So oh, you were chosen. Like, that's that's like being chosen, being adopted. Um. But yeah, I'm sure like be lots more people choosing you. You know, now that you're like young guy. You know. But, well, yeah, I don't worry too much about being a chosen, okay? That sounds like a lot. You're already they... going through your own stuff, okay? Well, did they just choose me because I have legs now? Would they not have chosen me if I was still a flump? Well, consider this. There's plenty of other people out there already with legs. But they. But chose what if they that... got chosen too? I don't know. I don't ask. <laughs> Everyone was chosen. <laughs> what if everyone was chosen and I've just joined this club of people who are chosen just because I have legs? Hey, the thing is, they just came out and said, like, that you're chosen and you're gonna do things. Maybe they had to do it to a bunch of people, so hopefully what they want, like, comes true. They're casting a really wide off. net. Like, they're yeah. just, like, statistically, somebody's gonna do the thing that I want. So but that's okay. Take the pressure off? Who like do you think they are, Mistra? Like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is Mistra? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I suddenly got possessed by uh, something weird. What's on uh, your mind? <laughs> Why is there like a gentleman in a robe over there telling me to kill myself? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Minster, we keep those thoughts to ourselves. Thank you. <laughs> I'm now leaving this bathhouse and the meta of this universe. <laughs> Elminster, put the cheese down. Stop stealing my wine, Elminster. Stop licking uh, the damn thing. Just the cheese wheel. Oh. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, like if they're if they're not gonna tell you what you need to do, maybe they did choose a bunch of people, and then like once again, if you do the thing that they need you to do, they just take ownership of it. Does that mean they take ownership of me? Mm. I feel like, you know, I've, I've talked to my mom about gods before, and they don't really take ownership of somebody unless they do something really good. They just, like, don't tell anybody about <laughs> any of the other things that they're chosen to. It's like, only the good stuff. That's what I had a hand in. What? The rest of it, that's just all human. You know? I mean, if they took ownership of me, would that be like being in a hive mind? Because that would be okay. Hmm. I I don't know. I don't I'm think it's very, in a hive mind. I'm not very good at, at not at being on my own. Okay. Well, let me let me explain to you in this way. Okay. Let's say I'm I'm just a little guy, okay? I've been a little guy before, I'm still a little guy. 
and I'm like gonna draw my mom a painting okay and I draw her like something really nice and she like really likes it so she puts it on the fridge okay what's that's fridge? my mom it's where you store like food and stuff it's it's pretty neat it's it's like oh, magic okay. and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. It, it keeps stuff cold it's really cool anyways like literally really cool anyway so they put it on the fridge right and that's them taking ownership from my painting. They're like, wow, look at this thing that my, my child made. It's great. I love it. I'm going to show it off to the world. If I made 20 other paintings that were not good enough to get on the fridge, my mom's not going to show anyone any of those. They're going to stay in my sketchbook and belong to me alone. Okay? So this, like, when you do the thing that they want you to do, which is succeed, then they'll take ownership for your success. But if you fail, they just won't acknowledge it whatsoever. Because that's just you. That's just on you. From the, okay, but... from the corner of the room, you just hear a voice speak up and say, Ma'am, I, th I do believe we offer therapy as well if uh, you need someone. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> says the woman behind the desk that has been here for both of you the entire time. Okay, but she... So this person... This 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 thing, this being said that I was their chosen, like, the day after I killed someone? So do they want me to kill more... Is that the thing they want to take ownership of? Do they want me to kill more people? I'm gonna go with no. We're just gonna say no. That's not it. I just have a feeling that that's not no. Okay. Okay. Or maybe maybe they really like the way that I demolished that bowl of berries. Hey. Maybe I just have to eat all the berries. All the berries in the world. <laughs> yeah. All Listen. The thing is, too, all of the like, berries that have ever grown. The thing is, from what planet. I hear, it's not always just like a single interaction thing that happens where they tell you they're chosen. Like they'll come to you and tell you other things too. Like, I don't know, um, go and help the the the, the poor, or like uh, I don't know, um, resurrect that seems really dead vague. god, or um, cry to this gentleman about their their dead spouse. I, I don't know. And then that'll cause cool things to happen. But it's just kind of like you get very vague stuff and you just kind of do what you feel like you need to do. And then eventually, maybe they'll come and go, hey, that's not what I want you to do. Maybe this is a different direction. I, Listen, I'm not a god. I don't know any gods. I don't know what they want. So I'm not equipped. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a god. What if it wasn't a god? What if it was just somebody like really big <laughs> sorry my my fairy accents coming out again <laughs> this is what you've i been talk possessed like when by I was a you've been possessed by gungus <laughs> exactly i am the king of the arch <laughs> this is what bugs all talk like you know like i'm not a bug anymore so i don't talk like this <laughs> Just when you get really heated, the bug comes back out, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got that bug in you? This has been yeah, so unhinged. I love it. Oh my god. But yeah, I, uh, in general, I, I don't know if I am the best person to talk to about this. Um, because I don't believe in a god, so, um, maybe talk to a priest about it. 
You think Amir or Melier might know? I mean, maybe. You can always ask them. I don't know if either of them take me as the, uh, the religious type, though, you know? True, <laughs> but they do know things about things. This is true. This is true. I mean, like, we can always go to a temple and talk to them about it. The Do last they... time we, we the last time we talked to a religious person, they wanted to resurrect a dead god, and then things got a bit weird. Well, we'll just go to a different temple. I'm sure there are like better, not dead gods, around. That's a thing, yeah. right? I like looked to the person in the corner. <laughs> you get a. <laughs> For those on the podcast, I shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, did they tell you their name even? Or just kind of was like, I don't oh, know who they are. Them. They just well, will just like, they... Ooh, you, you are the one that I chose. What do they look and then like? just went. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Well, what did they look like? I didn't see their face. Oh. I felt their presence. Hmm. Well, that could be literally any god, just a mysterious <laughs> presence. <laughs> so I just I don't know. It was weird. Mm -hmm. It was it did like it didn't feel bad. Well, that's good. It just it was just you know I don't know and I don't. I, there's a lot of things I don't know, and adding to that pile is just stressful. You know. Well. Maybe it's just like you gotta just put a put a pin in it for now, you know? Just kinda go, that was neat, and maybe some more stuff will happen, but this is not going to affect my life right now until You mean I gotta I wait for the DM to pick up my character arc? Okay, cool. See the thing is I think if you if a if a god tells you something and then that you ignore them for long enough, they'll communicate with you again. That's that's <laughs> okay, okay, my okay, understanding okay. of deities is they get very annoyed when you don't listen to them. So when they give you very unspecific instructions, if you just ignore them for a while, they'll come back eventually and be like, hey, these are more specific instructions of what I needed you to do. And you said, this could have been much easier. You could have used up less divine power in the long run by just telling me what you needed to do. I'm sorry, that's my mom coming out. Uh... <laughs> That's the bug in you. Um, there's there's a dude in like a red spandex with black around his eyes and white eyes looking at the camera going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Got real meta in here. I just feel like, you know, if they wanted something specific, then they should have said... And if they didn't want something specific, then what, what even was... What was the what, point? Like, Bye. just say hi. Like, I'm just a little guy. I like, mean, I don't... I just... Like, if they... Here's the thing. If they chose me, they know what I'm capable of and what my limitations are. Mm-hmm. So they must know that I don't know things. Mm-hmm. So why would they then continue to not tell me things? That just seems really mean and reductive, you know? That's God's for you. Wow. It must be a God then. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is why I'm an atheist. 
In a world where gods exist, <laughs> we still deny them. <laughs> Why? Well, I, 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 like, they exist. I just don't fuck with them. <laughs> I just don't fuck with gods, okay? You, you, you see the divinity and you go, you know what? It's not for me. Yeah, there's thanks, enough. But no thanks. There's enough weird stuff in the Feywild that like I don't need a god to help me out. There's enough like Archfey and like fucking demons and shit. Like those people are helpful enough. You don't need other people. I mean, that <laughs> seems fair. I feel like if gods were gonna be helpful, then I would be more okay with it. But like. So far, my limited experience has been that, that gods are either dead or not listening. So... Yeah. Like, and if, if you're an all-powerful being, you know, if you're only going to help out one little guy, how much power do you really have? And, like, I know the names of lots of gods because when adventurers travel through the Underdark, lots of them think about their gods because it's scary. And they think about their gods and that makes them feel safe. But do they still, like, die to random stuff? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. But I mean, like, we were next to a Mind Flayer colony, so, you know. Mm. I don't think gods are very good against Mind Flayers. Mm. I didn't know that, but I'll I'll keep that in mind now. See, because the thing is, like, the, like, Archfey and stuff, they're usually pretty good about, like, giving you the things you need to succeed, you know? Like, they're just out here, like... Here you go, here's a bunch of spells for you to use, and like I'm just gonna give you a portion of my power, and like all you gotta do is like sometimes cause some mischief, you know? And like that I feel like is just more effective than just like telling people just I you're my chosen. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base here. I think maybe I need to talk to a to a to a uh, maybe some more religious people. That aren't celebrating dead gods. Hmm. There's gotta be some alive gods. I don't... Here's the thing. With the dead gods, like... What's the point in worshipping them? They're dead. Maybe it's just, like, the hope that they'll anything. come back? Maybe if, you like, enough people believe in a dead god, they're arisen again? I don't know. Is it, like, if you believe in fairies, clap your hands? Yeah, but they exist already. You don't have to clap. No, I know, but like there was that there was a book that somebody read once. I remember this. An adventurer was passing through, and it was a story about a, a a little guy who like had a little fairy friend, and they weren't feeling very well. And they said, "Oh, if you believe in fairies, clap your hands." And everyone clapped, and the fairy got better. Oh, Patricia the pansexual. I, I yeah yeah I, yeah I, yeah I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a very good book. I think they liked it a lot, and I remember that they liked it. <laughs> I have to mute. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, my mom had that book. It was good. But is it like that with gods? Like, if you believe hard enough in a dead god, they'll come back to life? Listen, like, I don't know you... anything about deity resurrection. Uh, that's the outside of my expertise. I, don't, okay. I actually don't know much okay. about resurrection at all, <laughs> to be clear. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you can water a plant and it'll come back to life sometimes. I guess that's kind of like resurrection. 
a god's herbaceous? I mean, they could be. Maybe. Maybe. We, maybe some of maybe that's why some of them are dead because they're not like. They're 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 not they're not like plants that live very long. They're like perennials. Hmm. So it's just kind of like for like periods of time they're just like sleeping. Oh no no I mean they they just they just die. Oh. <laughs> Some plants do that like you plant them and then they bloom for like a, like the mm. season and then they die right. Hmm. Maybe some gods are like that, and maybe some gods are like trees. They just get bigger and better with time. I'm just wondering, like, if these gods are like, they have to be planted again to, like, grow again. And maybe yeah. that's why people pray to them. Maybe. Because if enough people pray to the dead god, then it'll get replanted and it'll bloom again. Hmm. But that's then why weird. would you need a resurrection stone for that? Yeah. Because that was what she wanted, right? Maybe gods aren't plants. Maybe I'm a little off base here. Maybe gods are just gods. And they can just stay over there. Away from me. <laughs> That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. But I mean, if a, if a god is, like, meddling in your life somehow, maybe just, like, just do things that feel like, like you should do them. You know? But, but I don't know what I should do. I don't even know what my name is right now. Hmm. Well, if you don't know what your name is right now, we can just, like, we'll just read a bunch of books and just look at words, see what feels right. Maybe maybe that's what the, what the first step is of being a chosen, is getting, like, a really good name. So we just need to read through a book and just, like, go through, like, hmm, do you, do you want, like, I don't know, loquacious? Is that a name you want? Do you want a different word? I don't think I want well, loquacious. What? No, okay. Well, like, but I mean, like, you just go through, like, a little dictionary of words. See if okay. you find something that feels, feels right. You know? Maybe that's the first step. Should I ask Amia for his books? We could, we could probably do that. Maybe Amir I don't know where else to get books. Word. Yeah. And I feel like if there's a book with a lot of words in, then Amir's got it. Hmm. Well, I mean, and there's always the library at, like, the guild hall, too, right? That is True. But last time we were there, that, that kind of made me sad. But did it make you sad because of things that happened there or because you read books? Because if... Well, Amir read a book and then Amir was scared of me and that made me sad. So, sort of at the book's fault, maybe? I don't know. Well, then let's just not read that book. Okay, I need to find out what that book was, though, because I wasn't paying attention at the time. Mm. I was just painting, so I don't know what book it was either. Yeah. Anyways, okay. first on the docket is get you a really cool name that you really like. And I feel okay. like if you see a word that really speaks to you, and then that's like, you'll know that that's your name. I feel like. Okay. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. I can do that. That's that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. That shouldn't take like longer than like, I don't know. 
I mean, worst case scenario, you know, you got hope as a stand-in right now. So we just find you a hag. They tell you that, like, they want your name. You give it to them. They give you a different one. They give and you a different one? Is it yeah. like an exchange thing? Like, you, you give them... So it's like a ticket system. You give them the ticket with your name on, and they give you a new name? That's what happened to me. It's so baby. But the... But they took more than just your name, though, right? They did. So maybe See, you I don't have to make them baked goods I, or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give more than my name, mm. unless no, because I if we had berries, I would be eating the berries. So let's just make them some baked goods. I feel okay. like eggs like baked goods. Okay, but I don't know how to bake. Hmm. We could take a class. So, okay, so I gotta, okay, so the first step in being a Chosen is having a really cool name, but yeah. to do that, I gotta learn how to bake, so I can make some baked goods for the hags, so that I can give the hags the baked goods of my name, and say, give me a new name, and then they'll give me a new name, but what if I don't like that name? Hmm. How do the hags know what the right name for me is? This is very fair. Cause I'm, I have Deirdre. Deirdre is the only one I got. I didn't get a choice. So maybe the better choice is to go through a big book and find something that works. Yeah. Cause what if they turn around and say, Hey, your name is loquacious. And then I'm just sad again. Hmm. You know, but maybe you won't remember being sad about the name loquacious. But I would definitely be sad if my name was loquacious. <laughs> This is loquacious well, erasure. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I feel like this way, you know, if we just read a book, there's less steps. We don't have to, like, learn how to bake. We don't have to go and find a hag that's willing to take your name. We're, we don't have to go and do all these other steps. And then there's no chance that your name is loquacious. So maybe okay. we just, like, find a book. And okay, this, let's find a book this, then. Yeah. Do you have let's a book? Let's find a book. <laughs> <laughs> just turn to the book. She... She <laughs> she's left. <laughs> she's just been sat there, just like very much like with a dissociative stare at both views. Like mouth kind of just like You mean the stare that you've had for the past ten minutes? Yeah. 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 Uh <laughs> what happens when you leave us unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. Uh she soft, she says, um, there is the library in the Arcanable District, um, and as you've already stated, the Ocular Nomad Guild, I hear, has a somewhat decent library. They might have a list of star names. <gasps> I could have a good. pretty star name. Hmm. Well, and then there were, like, the two gentlemen that were there that were really interested in stars, too. They might know, like, something cool. They were really interested in stars, and then they were really interested in my skin. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to, you're, you're going to have to uh, specify what you mean by they were very interested in your skin. The lady at the desk well, is like, "Yeah, I'm I'm actually intrigued by this as well." <laughs> well, so when I was looking through the through the the big thing that looks at stars the telescope yes when i was looking through that they were they like i was asking them about the things that i could see and they were telling me things but they were looking at my skin whilst they were talking about it 
I think it's because I did the thing where I turn into stars. So, like, they like your skin because they like stars and your skin was like stars. Okay, that's yeah. much less nefarious than you made it sound initially. Um, I'm very glad that you clarified that for me. It's still a little weird. I mean, but, like, like you got cool skin, I guess. Yeah. Like, having stars for skin is really cool. I, uh, I use a, a wall shape to turn my skin into stars. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I mean... It's the supportive friend I need in life. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, just... As long as it's not God, she's into it. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. With this God is everything else. Yeah, it, yeah, she's like, you're a cleric, we're done. Uh, <laughs> you're a cleric to a deity? No. Cleric to anything else? Fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just, it's just a thing I can do. And, and I don't know why they can't do it. Because they like the stars too, like... You're a bug, so that makes sense, because some bugs do camouflage, but camouflage with stars wouldn't make any sense, because the stars are up there and not down here. I don't really know if, like, as a bug, I camouflage with really anything, though. I mean, maybe not right now. But, like, if we were in a... green backdrop. Do you, do you, I mean, do you really think that this is, like, where bugs would live? Like, in the spa? Or just, yeah. like, on the material plane? In, I mean, in the spa in general, this is not, like, this is not a bug's favorite terrain, right? So it's not gonna look like it can camouflage into the Well, area. I mean, like, we could ask Amir. Amir knows, like, a lot more about bugs than I do. It's true. Amir is the bug guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I know about bugs because I guess I am a bug. I guess I'm just going to accept that, that I am a bug. But, like, hey, I only know about bugs you in the are. way that I am one, you know? I don't really think too much about other bugs. That's fair. Besides the fact that they exist and they're kind of cool. It's true, bugs are pretty cool. The lady at the desk says, as entertaining and enlightening as this conversation has been, uh, we do have other people that need to use this room. Um, oh, okay. Not, yeah, yeah. Not, well, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to push you out, and you very well can have your conversation outside the room. Um, but I, I hope that the dreams were well for you. I see it led to lots of conversation. Um, and should you need to sleep again, our services are always here. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. <laughs> she just like kind of opens the door to let you both out. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, Amir, you have awoken from your uh, sensory deprivation tank. Uh, as you do, Sarazu is no longer there. Um, instead, there is an elf gentleman in a nice white suit uh, who looks down and says, uh, this gift was left for you. 
as he holds a small box out towards you. Uh, Amir, like, getting out, uh, his form kind of shakes and, like, changes for a moment as he, like, uh, warps a little bit, um, back to his, like, normal height. Kind of, like, looks at his hands. Um, thank you. Uh, as he hands this small box out to you, it's roughly about that size, uh, and it has this wonderful golden filigree that goes around the box and it has a small latch in the front um he says do you have a wonderful day this is all i was requested to do as he turns around and starts walking out the door hmm. uh yeah mir's gonna kind of like probably find like a spot to like sit quick and just like pop open the box yeah, as you open up the box, uh, there is a small note inside, and then underneath the note, you see this uh, this rod that's in there. It's encrusted with these emerald crystals on both sides, um, and it has like these detailed engravings of a green dragon around the hilt of this rod. Uh, as you pick up the note, it reads, <clears throat> This should help you on your journey. Um, Amir's just going to send like a psychic wave out. Um, not sure if they're still connected or not, but just of thanks. Um, and then Amir is going to do the normal thing in this room and walk out of the room with his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes you do as you walk out of the room you see both deirdre and hope being escorted out of a room uh oh god uh the door shuts behind them as they stand there does it look like they're mid-conversation currently are you both mid-conversation currently Probably not. Like, <laughs> we got ushered out of the room. We got ushered out of the room. We're kind of like, we're probably like, just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just standing in the hallway. <laughs> I don't know what appropriate spa behavior is, clearly. So I'm just like. As the three of you just kind of awkwardly stand there for the moment. You start seeing people hurriedly walking out of the spa. You see a couple of people come down into the spa to get people, and they also leave the spa. No one's really saying anything. Hmm. You look completely different, so I don't know if we would even recognize you. <laughs> Um, Amir's like, so for the, like the art thing, like Amir's uh, skin tone, like looks different, but it's, he's the same. Otherwise, like the green, like eyes and like scales, it's just, I'm, I made the skin tone match the, like the original artwork I had for him. And I realized I made him very pale and the other thing. So Amir like still like is dressed in like similarly, um, other than yeah, his eye color and, and whatnot. Um, but that being said, uh, Amir seeing you guys have buddy system is just going to kind of. I'm sure they're fine. Um, hmm. 
Uh, and he's gonna go see what everyone's like trying to drag people outside for. Just gonna watch you walk away and just be like, Amir feels different. I'm sorry, you saw Amir? <laughs> Take things. Yeah. <laughs> it's Amir, but it's different, Amir. Hmm. Like, it's still Amir, but something is different. Oh, so like maybe, hmm. Yeah, like once a year around solstice where my mom's like, it's a new me. And like, does, <laughs> says she's going to do a bunch of things. And then um, does. For a little bit, and then and then goes back to, to just doing everything the regular way, like that. Like it has reinvented no. themselves. No, 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 no. It's more like <laughs> it's more like physically, Amir got a glow up. Oh, well, I mean, like they have and, to have like makeover like, in a spa. That's the thing, right? But like, but like mentally and emotionally, Amir has counseling session has We're also had a glow up, here. but in a different way. They said they had counselors here. Maybe you went in for a counseling session. Maybe. Like, just you get you get a makeover, and also a counseling session at the same time. I don't know. Does counseling leave your leave your um like like your imprint feeling like shiny? I may feel shiny. What like what do you mean by imprint? That's maybe this is where I'm like misunderstanding. Like, so so like <clears throat> Like, everyone has, like, an imprint on the world, which is, like, their... Their, their kind of, like... Not the physical form, but the the other part. You know? Like, like some people... Essence? Some people, yeah, like, an essence, or, like, some people call it, like, a soul, or some people call it, like... So, like, I'm a bug on the inside. Yeah, well, you're a little bit of a bug on the outside, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, well, I mean, I can feel the, the imprints because, like, that's what flumps do. Like, that's how we communicate. We talk imprint to imprint, right? Oh. And that's, and that's kind of sometimes, that was how me and, me and Amir talked sometimes, except Amir kept making me talk with my meat mouth because it was good practice. <laughs> I'm sorry, please never say those words again. Ugh. As someone Ugh. who was using fleshies, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I got you, boo. I got you. <laughs> say that. Just please never say those words to me ever again. <laughs> I. Ugh. Fair, fair and reasonable. Um, fair and reasonable. But, but like, but, but no, but like, I, it's, it's like I can like sense people's imprints and emotions and things. 
and and I can tell when it's a mirror and I could tell when it wasn't a mirror like when it was goth it felt different no. and when it was how how it felt different and it's still a mirror but it's like he's shiny now like someone's polished him or he's made of like something that's shiny I don't know it's I don't have a frame of reference for this <laughs> but it's so still like a mirror well, like, maybe we're all kind of like bugs on the inside, and maybe Amir's just a different bug now. Maybe. <gasps> maybe he had a metamorphosis. <gasps> yeah, like you get into a little chrysalis, and then you turn into a different bug. He well, got into a, he got into bug. a special blanket burrito and had a special little nap, and now he's a different bug. Hmm. I wonder what kind of bug Amir is. It's a shiny one. But everyone's like bugs. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's a bug. Well, I'm not a bug. I mean, you could be a bug if you wanted. But I don't sleep like a bug. Hmm. I can't. I can't do the the bug things. I'm not. Very, I'm. I'm not. I'm a bad bug. I'm not very good at being a bug. I'm not very good at being a two-legged person either. I'm not really very good at anything right now, to be honest. So that's not true. You're very good at being a star-skinned person. I mean, I and guess. And asking questions. You're very good at asking questions. But that's because I don't know anything. That's a strength, too. Not set in anything. What, head empty is a strength? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know any different, so I guess I believe you. Good. I know lots of things. I don't. I don't know lots of things, but... But that's okay, because you just said it was a strength. Yeah, I know lots about the things that I do know, and then nothing about the things that I don't know. And that's okay. That's very, uh... Weirdly insightful, you know? I've been told that I've been weirdly insightful before. Thank you. For affirming me. Should um, we follow Amir? Because I feel like plot is happening outside. Yeah, yeah, let's follow Amir. Because we've been standing out in this hallway with people pushing past us for presumably several minutes. Amir, you've made your way already outside this building. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and as you stand out there, you're listening to different conversations. You hear uh, a, a couple off on the side that are like, did you see that? Did you, did you see the moon? Did what is happening what? and then you're starting to hear other conversations very similar about just people looking up at the sky at this crescent moon that's up there yeah Mir's just gonna turn his head up as you look up the moon looks like it normally does up in the sky So it doesn't look like any, like when I like got up this morning, the moon doesn't look like any different at all than it was. Still looks like a crescent in the sky. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of the nearest people that's talking, I'm just going to like walk over. I'm sorry, you saw something with the moon? It, 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 it was insane. We were just, we were out here. We were just trying to eat our food. And it, all of a sudden this, the, 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 the Delamere and, it just it reformed and then just a shadow covered it, it the moon reformed
This is going to be a strange question. Would you be adverse to me reading your thoughts? Because currently what you're saying sounds like lunacy. By, by all means, what do I... <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Amir's eyes glow, uh, and I'm going to form a telepathic bond with them. Uh, so whatever is on their, their thoughts, uh, I just want to see. You see this image of some delicious-looking sandwiches on a beautiful little picnic blanket. And then you see this vision gaze upwards, and as it does, you see the crescent of Delamirin burst with this blue arcane energy. <laughs> as you can see the entirety of the moon reforming from fragments, and then you watch as the shadow of the moon covers it back to where it was. Ah, so the moon is whole, but it looks like it's currently, like, dark in the sky mm -hmm. right now. Because yep. it is, like, it's early morning, so it'd be difficult to see the moon. Is that, like, yeah. kind of, like, the vibe? Yep. Mm, okay. Also, like, the part of the moon that's lit up is based on its positioning relative to the sun. So it's not going to fully just be lit up if the only thing that changed was it's now whole. Yep. Like, the light is still heading the same place as it was earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is Melier within a mile? Am I? <laughs> I booked it onto the educational distance. I would say probably not within a mile. The city itself is about three miles from corner to corner, uh, the longest corners. Um, so probably a little bit more than a mile away. How much? Like a little bit. Like if uh, I were to. Would probably about say maybe a mile and three quarters. I mean, you know where I am. Like I showed mm, you. I do. Fire. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Amir is going to, um, it's going to kind of look at the door and see if, uh, the, the, the chaotic duo is, is, is still there or if they're, and if they're not on their way, then Amir is going to try and find whatever, like, middle ground within, a, like, so he can be a mile range of, Hope, Deirdre, and uh, Melier all at once. I'd say realistically, after talking to this person and then re-watching this memory of theirs, uh, Deirdre and Hope would probably be heading out at this point. Okay. I need to get a message to Melier. So I'm going to walk for a bit. You are both welcome to join me if you'd like. Unless you have things you'd like to discuss. You both seemed like you were mid-conversation and interrupted. Oh, you are um, really shiny. I get it. I get it now. What? Yeah. Yeah, you're a different bug now. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I will address that later. Um, yes. Uh, I am different, but I am still me. I am... Long story short, I'm, I was going to, I was going to psychically tell each of you that I'm different but the same, and now I'm protected from the other souls. But um, I instead of a bunch of bugs now. Yes, essentially, um, mm -hmm. but something more pressing is happening right now than what has happened to me, and I need to 
I think we all need to gather and discuss the implications of what is happening. So I'm going to start walking this way. Please at least keep within where you can see me. If we want to walk, we can all, I don't know. You guys have been holding hands this whole time. That's nice. That's a new development. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can all hold hands. Yeah, I'll take one of Amiya's hands and you take the other one. <laughs> in a circle now. <laughs> I... I'm really good at walking backwards. I don't know how to respond to that. D hmm. Let's just kind of like links their hands together and then it's just I will just stand very <laughs> close just holding to both hands of them. like this. <laughs> no, like uh or oh, I guess because you guys are already holding hands. So I guess he would turn so he's on the other side and let go and be like You can both hold hands. We don't have to do a, a circle. I we can you know just what we walk could do? Okay, so like if we got on either side of, of Amir and then we just like uh, just do, do the thing with the arms, then Amir can like jump every once in a while. It'll be really cool. I used to do that all the time. It's really fun. I don't know what that is, but I, I will help do that. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> swinging arms. I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> Melier. You've gathered all the materials for your armature right. by now. Uh, you've actually, uh, uh, it doesn't take much uh, to start laying out the skeletal structure of your familiar. You're currently working on the uh, wiring of this little bat. Uh, go ahead and roll me some tinkering checks. Okay. So. Um... What would that be, dex plus proficiency, or similar to thieves' tools, or yeah? Uh, so it will okay. be that. Yep. Okay. So I'm just gonna make a thieves' tool one, so that it's easier on me. Yeah. Well, let me roll it. Nope, it won't. We'll just roll it separately. Fine. You'll make me do head math. <laughs> Man. Oh. What do you think? I'm gonna two? use the inspiration that Jakey gave me last game <laughs> for this purpose. Because, um, yeah, no, that was shit. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm gonna use another inspiration! Only one per check. No! What was... I'll take the larger... Uh, Alright. So the total, at least, is gonna somewhat save me. Um, it, it's at least going to be, um, yeah, it's gonna be such a great roll of an eight <laughs> so you haven't tried to build anything yourself uh you know that your parts were made um but you haven't actively tried to make something yet and uh good old jeremy next to you he looks over as he sees this and says uh do you want a little help with that I mean, As if, I accidentally break one of the tiny pieces, and I'm like, if if you yes, don't if you don't need the help, please. I mean, okay, um, yeah, no problem. Please, sorry, I. No, no, it's it's totally feel fine. Like I have... it, it happens. Uh, working with smaller wiring, it's it's hard. Um, but here, I can help you out. Um, 
and he goes to show where some particular wires uh, you had misfed through certain little parts of the armature. Uh, and he says, okay, see, if you if you pull it through here, it actually gives the wire a little more length on there, and that way it's oh. a little bit easier to connect this. And to as you, with. yeah, you start getting pieces together, and he's actively helping you, like, get the lenses into the eyes. Um, and you finally get to a point uh, where he's like, well, uh, we've got the, the wiring all done. Uh, last part's assembling all the, 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 the plates and armor of this uh, have you ever you very much. used? Uh, no, it's it's no problem. I've kind of taken this class a couple times. Um, uh, have you ever used the extruder before? Um, no, I'm not even quite certain what it is. It's it's actually a really cool device. It, essentially, you just put in a certain material and then you just program a little bit in there, and then it extrudes out what you want. So. And he's like, here, I can show you. Please. <laughs> You've got an inspiration, proficiency, and a bless, just as a heads up. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, inspiration. So double proficiency now. Yep. Double proficiency, bless, Great. and inspiration. Uh, Great, So <laughs> with all of that, you walk over to this device. It, it has this little port in the back. Um, where you can insert a material and on the front there are these little rune sigils and this like display area uh, and he's like mm -hmm. alright so if you're making a bat uh, what material are you wanting to use um oh um right um Melly like takes like opens up a compartment and like with like grabs like a random tool set from another table and like takes the smallest ship that she can of herself just like just on the inside just trying not to get it like on her exterior I would also because say you might have like extra bits of panel and stuff oh yeah like, for repairs yeah, yeah for because you gotta repair yourself i'll, I'll take like an extra bit that's kind of not like, like super important like one something. of the ones i have multiples of yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you hand out then he he holds on to this porcelain plane he's like wow for porcelain it's pretty sturdy and kind of like gently knocks it on the table. He says, all right, well, I, I I guess that should work. All right, so, all right, see that port in the back? And he points over to an area. He's like, if you just feed it into yes. there, and then, oh, okay. let's see, if we need the specifications here, so this would be a couple millimeters in there. And he's like, all right, do the honors, press the button. Uh, there is a small, uh, like, rectangular button at the base. You push it, and as... You see this nozzle go <laughs> and go. Uh, yes, thank you. Refresh. I love how I always say refresh, and it doesn't matter if I say it; it has to be typed. Anyways, uh, you know we gotta make V's life hard on editing. I'm so glad this will be my job soon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you see on this uh, this print bed, it's actively printing out. Uh, these little armor plates and little bits for your bat. And it's about this time, mentally, you hear a message in your head. Amir? Um, yeah, as once there's a sensation of being within a mile, uh, for everybody, Amir 
his eyes glow, and um, instead of having just green irises, his eyes fully turn green and become hexagonal. Um, and uh, this uh, hum comes from uh, his his head that's different than his normal uh, telepathy, uh, and it is this buzzing sensation, and in each of, uh, his companions' eyes, I'm gonna roll a d6 to see how long this will last for hours-wise. That's a six, so for six hours, we're all gonna be connected, um, uh, as, uh, yeah, all of them see in their mind briefly this image appear of Amir standing, uh, as they are, however, uh, he looks like he is almost purely made of like crystalline like shapes that is like it still has his like uh humanoid like like soft face and whatnot um but like his tattoos look like they're carved in etched in as like a like a jade figurine um he his pointed ears elongate uh and uh he has massive dragonfly wings um and uh these eyes that look uh different um and as that fades, uh, this this almost green haze is on the corner of of everyone's vision that slowly dissipates uh, as mentally uh, Amir communicates. So, this is a new form of telepathy I'm able to do. It is form overall impressive. Yeah, I told you he was shiny. I feel bug. shiny. Yeah. Um, we're going to be able to communicate as long as we stay within a mile. You won't lose the connection. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway. Um, we've all likely had some changes through the past few days. Um, but the moon is whole, and... Yeah. I saw that happen earlier. You saw that ha Are you in your class right now? Yes. Fair enough. Um, so... You are aware what that means, yes? Oh, yes, they successfully re resurrected a goddess. <gasps> yeah. Did enough people pray? No. I have a waning I'm... feeling that Malik has his body back. But mm. I think because the other soul was taken into the soul coin, he has made that body his own. And I think he either sold or made that resurrection possible because there is no feasible way that this happened recently. Just on its own. Well, honestly, um, with the implications of having this goddess back, most people who are seeking powers would want that to go through. Yes. I guess my concern now for all four of us is to be hyper aware of things. The world is covered in a lot of darkness and there is very bad things, which is, that is what it is. People have accepted the disappearance of a god, but dedicated their lives to bringing it back. Not only are those who dedicated their lives to bringing it back now successful, 
They are likely now newly objective-driven. But as well, if you were to see the world like a an ocean, something very large, an island, if you will, has just formed and is going to cause waves everywhere. Everyone who has some form of faith or power they draw from is now going to be affected. And I think this means divination might return. Which oh, that'll be wonderful. <laughs> I My guess... boss will be so happy to hear that. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure he probably already has felt it by now. Huh. Hmm. Um, I would assume... When, when did the moon come back? About... When exactly did the moon come back? When Do I, I have, like, scan that guy's mind? I was gonna say, yeah. When I scan that guy's um, mind, or slash Melia's time is maybe two an hour ago, an hour two hours. Uh, and true. When exactly did I speak to a god? About an hour two hours ago. Deirdre, I think I spoke to a dead god. <laughs> you are you are still mentally connected. God. I'm sorry. What you spoke to a god? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like but a I dead think but alive so. god or like a dead dead god or like a, well, a I dead think, alive alive well, god or like an alive alive god. I don't know. That's the problem. I don't even know if it was a god, but the, the somebody who is a lot bigger than me in in imprint said, "Hey, uh, there's a reason I chose you." Ooh. And that was about the same time that the moon came back. And if oh, the moon coming back means that that god came back, then maybe that god was the one who spoke to me. And maybe we helped set this into motion, and that's why I'm chosen. Oh, no! Well, my mom I don't know what that, that means! Like, what is that the god the, of? The like, moon? My mom, like, my mom said that things were going back to the way that they were supposed to be. At least I think that's what she said. Am I beholden to a god of the moon? Because I know I wanted to see the stars... But I didn't want to stop at the moon. What the fuck? There are different moons in the sky. You're not... So... I would wait until... Your deity reaches out to you again. They but tend to do that the problem. I slept. We did the sleeping thing in the oh. spa. And if they can only talk to me when I sleep... That's the problem oh, because I don't other sleep. Ways they can talk but to you. you don't know that's don't the only way they can fine. talk to you. Because like, well, why didn't they wait until then? Well, they just got born again. I feel like Amir is like holding their hands and we're walking through the front doors of the school right now because uh, they're like focused on the telepathic conversation and Amir is just letting this happen. Um, uh, it's like when Pokemon Go became a thing and I had to stay with my friends. <laughs> everyone's holding their phone yeah. about to walk into things and Amir is just like, nope. Yeah. Well, I feel like Deirdre's probably still looking at Hope, even though they're, like, having this mental conversation, because she's not used to having, like, Bluetooth connection to all of her friends, so she's, like, actually looking at her. It's actually green. Uh, it's oh, green, too. Sorry, green, green, too. <laughs> as, yeah. as you walk in uh, to the IAI, you're greeted by a small blue floating moat. Welcome. Oh. Welcome. Sorry about that. Hello. Ah. Welcome to the IAI. Does the class have familiars? Uh, familiars. 
with Balrog Fiddlesweep. Follow me! Kind of bobs and bounces through the halls. Amir, what is that? I'm afraid. I don't know, but it's grating. <laughs> as, as Amir, like, takes her hand and moves forward. Uh, eventually, it gets... Uh, you go down these hallways, and as they're making their way, Melier, uh, this this uh, extruder has fully completed making all the individual parts uh, needed for your bat, and Jeremy is okay. helping you bring them back over to your table, and he's like, all right, um, so... Uh, you see, it's already got these clips on the back, and all you got to do is really just yes. clip them together, and you're good to go. And then we just got to wait for Casper to come, and he'll give it an intelligence. Oh, okay. And then Melee just kind of yeah, hyper-focuses like, on the build. Click it together. Uh, what does this bat look like after you've done... This bat is... First of all, very cute. Um, the plating of the bat is indeed like this porcelain that has been painted in like a slight bronzy ink, almost looking, that almost mimics um, a texture similar to fur. Um, has a just, it's very, if anyone has seen a Honduran white bat, <laughs> just like. Everybody looks it up. <laughs> Yeah, everyone has a very, like, big nose. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> that, but porcelain. <laughs> with, like, bronze accent. Oh, it's so cute. I love Hunter and Ray. Oh my like, gosh. They're so freaking cute. Um, um, yes, so very, very big, like, nose on little derpy face. Um... And it has the little tiny, te like, claws that they would have. And just very cute. The eyes are that, that red that we saw earlier. And, yeah, that's the best description. I will, for those curious, you can come into the server, server plug, and I will post a picture of it there. <laughs> of the vibes, at least. <laughs> um, and as the three of you approach the door, the little floating orb... Welcome to the Barlog Fiddle Suite classroom. Yeah, thanks. Bye. As Amir walks in. <laughs> <laughs> As it kind of floats off. Uh, as you're greeted, uh, the gnome says, uh, so, so sorry. Um, the class is over. Um, everybody's finishing up here. Um, sorry. Uh, you can come back oh, next that's... week. We have another class. We're here for a friend. Oh, um, by all means. You just see this also, giant mechanical bear just in the background. Chica? Bonnie? <laughs> um, by the way, Beach, you're uh, you're one with the the sciences and 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 magic. Yes. Uh, I focus more on the technology side of things. Hmm. But yes, we, we do use magic as well. How do you feel on the faith side of things? Faith? Like deities and such? Yes. Um, not much really. Fantastic. Then you could give an objective perspective on this. Okay. If theoretically the moon was to be made whole, 
within the last hour. What do you think the implications of that would be from a purely scientific standpoint? I mean, just judging based on what I know of the goddess that, you know, ruled over that moon. It was the goddess of rebirth, uh, renewal, spring, fairies, and something else. I don't remember what it was, but uh, that, I mean, with that, you could, I mean, rebirth and, you know, renewal and that. Uh, lots of people can start coming back to life, I suppose. Great. Good to know. That wasn't a hypothetical, by the way. The moon is whole. Anyway, we're going to go talk to our friend. You see him completely ignore the rest of your conversation. He starts scooting out of the classroom, going outside. Uh, uh, telepathically, I'm just going to look at Deirdre and be like, oh, if they got a fairies, does that mean I'm a fairy because they chose me? Listen, I don't believe in them. You can have them. It's fine. What, fairies? No gods. Oh. I just thought, because I'm not a bug, maybe I'm a fairy. Mmm. Well, maybe. I mean, like, fairies are lots of things. Could be. Fairies are just bugs. <laughs> Zamir's walking across the room, still like in the telepathic channel. <laughs> no, no, like not all the okay, Kate, not all bugs are fairies, but some fairies are bugs. Some of them are rocks too, and like berries. I'm sorry, what? Wait, no, they're berries? Just... Yeah. But I ate so many berries. Oh my god, no, no, am no, I no, cannibal no, no. now? They, no no no. Those were not fairies, okay? Occasionally, somebody will see something, and then something magical happens to become a fairy. And that can be, like, anything, basically. So, like, sometimes it's, like, a little dewdrop. And, like, sometimes it's, like, a fucking strawberry. Sometimes it's, like, a weird thing. You know? I, you're very passionate. I don't think I've ever heard you cuss. And it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting your passion coming through on this. Well... I was a flump, and then I looked at a rock, and then I had legs. So, was the rock the fairy? Is this... And I just reached for my, my crystal. Is this a fairy? I don't... I don't think you're a fairy. Oh. I don't... I don't think so. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things. So I could no. be wrong about you being a fairy or not. I mean, you know more about fairies than I do, and you're probably right. I know... I just... A bit. I just want to be like, you know what? This isn't important. That moon is a ho doing a thing. We should probably do that. How's familiar making going? As Amir now says <laughs> yeah. that out loud, trying to ignore the group chat. He's just got his hands in oh. his pocket, standing by the desk. Ellie has notifications going on. out and is working, on, <laughs> working on the little details of her bat. You see, like the tiniest little bat, like. Like, literally, like, wingspan maybe this big, but, like, the body's, like, this big. Tiny, tiny bat. <laughs> um, it's going great. Um, Jeremy here has helped me a lot. Um, wiring was difficult. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Um, and then Hi, we Jeremy. have the casing. And I think Casper, if I remember correctly, is going to help me with the programming, which I don't have much experience with. Um, but... Programming? 
Well, the arcane programming, yes. Mm. The intelligence aspect of it, I guess. What arcane intelligence? Yes. Basically what I am, but (laughs) a little less complex, I assume. How do you just know about arcane intelligence? Because I've I've seen a, a, a warforge before. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, it's been a day. Um, so, yes, basically a less complex version of myself in some ways. Um, but, yeah, no, um, the mechanics seem to be almost done. I clipped it, <laughs> clip in the last bit. <laughs> and just kind of like offer my friends to look at the little bat. <laughs> it is a cute little bat. It lies kind of lifeless in her hands as her hands move. The wings kind of move with her hands. Um, no, I don't like that at all. But in a more it's mechanical way. It's no, a, it's not. It's a machine. Right now it is a machine, not a familiar. Um, looking for, but hopefully, assuming this was done right, I should my little friend should be able to, you know, see in the dark. So that'll be useful. Hmm. I'm like already kind of scratching the bat, which isn't even a true scratch because it's porcelain. So it's more like a light pat. <laughs> as long as it's not over here, then it's good. Oh, I did not think of that. Over there? It's not a please. real bat. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy looks up and says, I mean, some bats eat fruit. Exactly. Does that one eat fruit? Yeah. As Jeremy just says. I'm going to actually prefer to Google for this. I eat fruit. Am I a bat? (laughs) I hope not. No hope you are not a bat. Oh, actually, it is a fruit eating species. Or berry. Sorry. Yes. This bat type of bat. Are you going by berry or hope? I I don't know yet. We're going to get a need- book and we're going to read words, see what fits. I need to find a book with lots of words in so I can find my name. Just please don't choose a baby naming book. He <laughs> reaches in their bag and holds a thesaurus over to Hope. We've already just crossed out loquacious. Loquacious is not the word for us. Loquacious is not the word. Amir. Why? That sounds it's like a great name. Amir, you feel. I don't like it. It makes me sad. You feel a break in the psychic connection with one of the people you're talking to. Deirdre, in your head, you hear a different voice. Deirdre. And that's where we're going to take a break. And we'll see you in just a little bit. Uh, We'll be back in about six minutes. So stay tuned. Look at all them deals. We love them. We them love doodles. Them. All right. See you soon. Look at them doodles. Oh, wait, that's not what I wanted.
not what I wanted at all. <laughs> you just want to make it really difficult for me to fucking edit this, don't you? You're just now you're just doing it to spite me. It's fine. The bloopers are fine. fun too, V. You're like, you know what, V? You got it too easy. Too I'm easy. Even more Fuck you. Only every other week? Fuck you, V. Fuck you. I love you. Stop. Jakey, stop. Jakey, stop. Jakey, stop. <laughs> what a delightful sandwich you have right there. Jakey, calm down. All right. Why you gotta so. be like this, honestly? So, for those of you who are here uh, and didn't lose you in the internet kerfuffle, uh, last we left off, the group has emerged from their sleeps, from their uh, sensory deprivation chambers. Uh, went to go, went to go make some familiars, and oh, whoa! They learned the moon reformed, and had uh, crazy existential conversations. Uh, that, that, that totally didn't make me dissociate for a little bit, uh, and think about myself as a DM. Um, and now we're here where, uh, the four are in the room with Melier, uh, right before Casper is supposed to come in. Uh, Amir has made a psychic link between the four, but uh-oh, the psychic link between Deirdre and the other three has been severed for the moment. And Deirdre hears a voice in her head. Deirdre. Mm-hmm. Hello, dear. Hello. Big things have been happening in the world. I, I, yeah, I gathered, I gathered that. Mm. Did you still want your wings and your memories? Yes, yes, I would like both of those things. Oh, well, you've been failing awfully well at getting what we've wanted. At every turn, something happens that prevents you from doing what we ask. I mean, I don't see how that's my fault. Well, we have made it your fault. I, I gathered that. Good. Deirdre, there are, mm -hmm. there is still one last way for you to get your wings and your memories before I devour them. Mm-hmm. Good. What way Good. is that, exactly? Ah, we only need three things from you, Deirdre. Just before the 23rd of last era. That's all. Listen, I barely know what day it is right now, so... You hear in the background, today is the 9th! Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Deirdre, it's just three simple things we need. Mm-hmm. Bring us some water from the river Styx. Bring us a feather from a Deva. <laughs> from a Deva. They really just want to fucking eat my wing. <laughs> and bring us just a simple succulent soul of an innocent. That is all we ask. Then you can come and meet us in the Kizar Bayou, and we will return what we have taken. Okay, so that's. 
That's just a little water from the river sticks. Just a, feather a little of a water. Deva? A deva feather? Is that what you said? That is what I said, Daedra. And just a soul of an innocent. A succulent one at that. A, a succulent soul. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not like a, a fine purveyor of souls, so I'm not sure exactly when I'll know that a soul is succulent exactly. The more innocent, the better, Deirdre. Okay, uh... These simple three things are all we ask from you. Yeah, these really easy to find alchemical ingredients that I could find at the local <laughs> local shop. Yeah. You have until the three moons are full in the sky. Do not disappoint us. Amir, uh, <laughs> the connection between Deirdre resumes. What just got in the way of the connection? Those fucking assholes. I'm gonna need more context than those fucking assholes. Um, well, uh, like I said before, um, got, got my, my wings and my name taken from me, um, by Hags, and now they are holding them hostage, and apparently I have until the 23rd to gather some very easily found ingredients um, for them. Which at that point, I don't even know if they're gonna give them back. They're just gonna ask me for these and then continue to ask because they still haven't even given me what they were supposed to in exchange for these things. I, yeah. What was the terms of the original deal? Well, they were supposed to give me like, it, what was the term? They were supposed to give me a story, right? Like a story nobody had heard before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they haven't given that to me yet. Um, yes, they have. No, they haven't. No. No, they haven't. Um, Unless it was a specific one, but if the terms was just the story that has never been heard before... Yours isn't because it's being written as your life goes on. Yeah, but that's alive. <laughs> that's a fucking trash story. Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying mm. that in the most technical sense, they have done their bargain. They have. I... But I refuse to accept that. Uh... <laughs> Deirdre, there is there is good and bad in that. What are the things they asked for in return? Well, um, just 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 three nice little uh, things that you can get from your local m mom and and pop shop, uh, like uh, just some water from the river Styx. Uh, they just want a, a Deva feather uh, and then Easy. a succulent soul of an innocent. Oh well, the latter is quite easy. Um... But it has all to three be of those are easy. Specific. Uh, what, how are all three of those easy? Deirdre, they screwed you over with wordplay. So you do the same. You find a river full of sticks and you get a drop of water from it. You find an Aarakocra that sings a 
bard or a diva, and you bring them a feather of that, and then a succulent soul. Also, you find a cactus. Diva. You find a cactus. You could even make it into a shoe if you wanted extra fun. You feel screwed by them. You do the same right back. You're not defying them. You're giving them the three things they asked for. We can even go to a store right now and get all three of them. Yeah, but, Kay, the thing is, though, they kind of hold all the cards here, because if I don't give them what they ask for, they're going to consume them. And then I'm they never They are just as back. bound by their deal as you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, like, even if I brought them these things, they might just say, like, well, that's not what we fucking wanted. Fuck you. And then just, like, eat my shit. Can I do, like, an arcana or a history check to figure out if, if what um, with Amir and I are thinking is plausible, like, they would have to honor if we brought the the bootleg item? Yeah, uh, roll an arcana <laughs> or a history, and anyone can do this. I'll take arcana because I have advantage. Um, okay, okay. I'm going to do that, too, uh, and then I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a bonus d6 on that. I got a 28. Probably way better than I'm doing. Oh, that's a natural 20. Um, uh, plus uh, Arcana is plus 5. Plus, one sec. Oh, um, not as good, but with the uh, 90 20 total, 26. So 26, and what was it you had, Melia? 28. So between those two, you feel as though this technically would satisfy the end of the deal however you're gonna have a pissed off coven of hag of hags so trade's a trade uh melier roll me a flat d20 real quick don't tell me to roll a random flat d20 I rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. Now add in your wisdom modifier. Okay, that's a 13. Melia, you have access to a place yeah. where all of these things can easily be found. Yep. <laughs> the market. We can just go to the market and get all the things. Um sure they're you're probably going to be you're expensive. also familiar that the soul seller inn is a planar portal travel mm -hmm. so should you want to delve in there get them what they ask you have a way of doing so i relay that information we can Simply try to buy what needs to be given. I am probably souls themselves are pretty quality souls expensive, but I mean I don't mind pissing off some hags, but I guess that's how you guys want to do it. And I do feel different anyway. Well, you look different and Mannerisms are slightly different. Not by much. You walk with more confidence. I feel less afraid. That's a nice feeling. 
good. Um, we can also feel... piss off the hags and then teleport away from them. Well, I mean, <laughs> I would prefer, like, because, like, the hags aren't already super happy with me, and I don't want to make them not happy with the rest of you, too. Why aren't they happy with you, exactly? Because I failed the last two missions that I was supposed to do. Which wasn't my fault. They wanted me to help out with, like... With, like, the new friend of ours, like, the, the gladiator lady. And then she kind of just disappeared, so I couldn't do anything with that. And then they wanted me to, like, somehow leave that, like, sea hag there or to gather her soul. But I had no way of doing either of those things. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, if they wanted you to gather that hag's soul, that is potentially one of the hag of the coven, which means we're not dealing with a full coven. We're dealing no, with No, they wanted it because they didn't like her. So I don't um, think she's part of the coven at all. Okay. Yeah, it's just a well, rival thing. So you want to mm. do this by honoring their deal. I would prefer to do that, but I don't know how I feel about getting an innocent soul. There's people who have lost their souls and have gambled them as evidence by <laughs> mere just gestures <laughs> to Melier. So it's not necessarily like you're... Think of it less of taking something from someone as you are picking something up. That It's like finder's keepers. But it's but... like they said the more innocent, the better. So. Well. What we do is we go to a hospital. We get someone who's dying of old age or an infant who's dying. And then just. Let them get consumed by a hag? I don't know. When you take the soul of someone, yes. It is not so much ending their life, which is, is still a thing that's happening, but it's more stopping what happens next. From as far as I understand, when a soul is collected as opposed to going to its end, it becomes energy, less of a personality. It loses oh, what it had. Oh, you can feel the personality. If you want to feel how that feels, you can, but... Um, well, I was better without that information, but okay. Oh, <laughs> Well. Amir, Amir gives the look of I was trying to be comforting and you just said the horrifying thing. Well, and the other thing Ellie thinks have... there's powers and facts. So like she's gonna say the damn truth. Well, and like Valid. we only have two weeks to do this, so That means going probably to the market is the fastest way to do it, assuming we have the funds. I think it would be I don't think we have the funds. No. So we would have to do something to get the funds. Hey, Drew. Mm-hmm. Millie has an internal thought. Am I aware of any spell or potion that would require all these of these three specific ingredients? Uh, I'm going to need you to roll an arcana. <laughs> I just want to see what these hags are up to. <laughs> Oh, there's a not one, but I have advantage, so it doesn't matter. Hey, the dice have been really weird with me today. That's a 28, because I rolled a natural 19 next. 
even with a 28, you're not exactly sure what spell they might be doing. Great. <laughs> have no idea what that's mattering. But, but with no. that with that being said, if it's requiring specific spell components, such as water from the river sticks and a feather from a deva, it must be a very powerful spell. Yeah. And potentially I could still research it once we got. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can so ask I guess. My boss. Yeah, I can ask my boss. He might not give an answer. He doesn't always give an answer. I mean, that's fair. Can somebody live without a soul? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. There was 24 I'm hours hurt. where I did. And I do that constantly. But you I... have an imprint. Like, it's not the same as everyone else's, but it's still there. I am quite certain I am soulless by design. I mean, do you want to test that? No, I'm quite certain of it. Fair enough. It's I was just going to see if I can dive into your mind and see. If you want to satiate that curiosity, you may. Maybe another time. I feel like today's been fucked up enough. Just in case there is something. I've... Anyway. As you are talking, uh, the door opens up and in walks a warforge with a very unique look. Um, his head appears like that of the broadside of a hammer. It's very like flat and angular. Uh, and has these robes with like metal plates on it. Uh, and behind his head, there's almost like this halo of, uh, like, runes that are projected like a small little laser uh, behind his head. Uh, and as he walks in, there are these three flying beetles that flutter around him as one goes in front. And it opens up these small little, like, displays in front of it. It closes up, and he greets everyone in the class. Hello, my name is CA2P3R. Welcome. I am here to administer AI unto your familiars. He starts making his way from person to person. Uh, As he does, uh, if you're watching this happen, uh, for most of the people you see... On the tip of his finger, a little cap pops off, and this tendril comes out and connects to the familiar. You see in front of this Warforged face this display of numbers and binary code that runs in front of his face. As the little tendril retracts away from the familiar, you see the eyes light up, and this small frog starts hopping around on the table. He moves down further. Uh, this next one is uh, that of a hawk. And same thing, the tendril comes out, goes into the hawk, binary runs in front I of his face. Is this enough? Is this something that I might be able to learn? Quite possibly. Uh, and again, this hawk comes to life. And finally, he comes to yours, Melier. Hello. It is very nice to meet you. 
Nice to meet you, too. Quite a talent you have. Thank you. Is this your familiar? Yes. Wonderful. As being a Warforged yourself, would you like to imprint your intelligence into your familiar? Yes. Wonderful. Do you have an access port? Yes. <laughs> so Amir, Amir says telepathically, quietly. I don't know if you can just ask somebody that. <laughs> okay. Do I have... I'm so sorry for what I'm about to describe, guys. <laughs> do I have the consent? Yes, you do. Um... You watch Get as freaky up in here. <laughs> you watch <laughs> as, uh, unlike the other ones, there are two tendrils that come out of the same finger. Uh, one is going over towards you, Melier, and the other is going to the familiar. Uh, it seems to be he is a third party uh, in this transaction of information transferring. So sorry for what I'm about to describe, guys. So Melier kind of opens her mouth and her jaw like almost unhooks unnaturally like broken and then literally like the tendril just goes and fully you can just it keeps going and it keeps going you're not sure how far in it's going and then eventually it stops but she's just completely relaxed while this is just happening no gag reflex I get it. No gag reflexes. <laughs> you, just, you just gotta push right Nothing. here. You just gotta push right there, and then no gag reflex, no more. Nothing. <laughs> the data transfer has been initiated. Uh, you see the binary code running in front of not only now his face, but also yours, Melier, as uh, mm -hmm. you all see this purple uh, display come out of the goggles on Melier. And you just see this binary script moving in front and you can watch as this like spiral of light goes down the tendril into his finger and then down into this familiar few moments pass data has been completed as you watch both from melier and the familiar these two tendrils ah yeah no well it says we're still alive Oh, it, 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 it just wasn't loading a, for me for ages. Uh, it just did a little burp. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a, a little latency on my end of this one. Yeah, it's doing it again right now. Ah. Also, while it's doing the latency, Drew, I, had, I asked a question via message. Oh, sorry. No worries. Just while things are doing. Da -da 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 -da. Also, uh. I reject Verity's idea. <laughs> no. I think we're back. Mm. Are we back? I don't know. It I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna refresh real quick. Sorry, chat and V who has to edit this. One day we'll get the internet working. One day. One day. We will all jump. <clears throat> there you go. There's your answer, Jakey. Uh as he says that uh the internet uh, or the internet, the, in the, internet. <laughs> the data has been transferred. We're all connected by the cloud. The cloud exists in this world. 
he has this moment where he just like stops for a second. He's just like, eh, and then, you know, goes away. <laughs> but you watch as the tendril uh, breaks away from Melier and from the familiar, both retract in. And he starts moving his way over to the next familiar as Melier, you look down and you're, uh, as your jaw connects back, you look as your bat kind of like flops over and then kind of does that like awkward stand that bats do when they're not upside down. They're just like kind of just like awkwardly just standing there. And it's got this little like weird head twitch. But immediately between you and your familiar, you feel this link. It's not psionic. Mm-hmm. This bat is an extension of you. Coolest familiar ever. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> As you watch its red eyes just. This is amazing. Kind of gives out little mechanical chirps. Oh, okay. So, like, Melia just kind of stares at it and, like, starts checking all the senses. So she's, like, checking movement of the bat. Like, she's, like, mentally telling it, flick this ear, flick this ear, chirp. Like, she's doing, like,. Basically, a system check. <laughs> it's kind of automatically what's happening. That kind of vibe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and eventually, um, what this bat does, it <laughs> it kind of like it pops up off the table as it starts taking its first flight, and it kind of goes around the room. And as it does, it comes back and lands on your chest plate. And it almost looks like it was always meant to be there. It's an extension of your chest armor. You've got like this little Batman logo thing. Accidental Batman. Yeah. To be honest, it's a lot smaller <laughs> because little Hunter and white bats are small. Bat-woman. That is amazing. Batman. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I need to multi-class again. I need to go into Monk. Um, <laughs> and um, probably take a little bit of Rogue. And <laughs> we're just fully respecking. I'm pulling a Jakey. <laughs> but yes, with this, you're familiar... Goddamn. You're familiar... Shit. Holy. Uh, right from the throat on that one. Damn. I say fondly. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with this I say fondly what's, what's the bat's fucking AC Drew <laughs> take it out swear to me it, it is made of I'll be Batman uh, with that being said your familiar has been created uh, and you are free of this class having your familiar be made uh, Jeremy looks over you and says that was actually pretty badass. I've never seen anything like that happen before. Usually it's just yeah. Casper putting in the AI into the things. I've never seen someone actually contribute a part of themselves into their familiar. I guess in some ways that is very close to what wizards do when getting their familiars. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I'm, I'm not magically adept at really anything i just i don't know i think it's pretty cool having these little mechanical animals all throughout the house but yeah that's i'm uh, sorry i'm just impressed that's pretty cool that that is okay 
I'm now suddenly very worried about Casper, who in theory has been putting little parts of themselves into everyone who takes his class. <laughs> Do I need to be worried about Casper? You roll an insight. Please. I'm not worried about Casper. Mm. <sighs> that has me less concerned for the other familiars and for Casper and more so for the people with these. What is up with my rolls today? I know nothing, Drew. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. You, uh... You're just like, yeah, this is pretty fucking cool. Cool. Not at all worrying. Casper okay. wouldn't be doing it unless they had it under control. I mean, they're a professor um, of a very established yeah. college, so yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, I hope that your next project when you take this class again goes well. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about doing like a like a small alligator or something. I think that'd be pretty Ooh, cool. That would be maybe Cayman. They're more live. Yeah. That'd be pretty neat. Bearded dragon. Lots of options. At this point, uh, Casper finishes with a sparrow in front of him and it does a very similar thing where it just kind of like pops up on its feet and you just hear this like metal clacking on the table just as it's moving around and it jumps up and flutters around. And he's like, Nice. I haven't had a flying one yet. There you go. More to add to the collection. Um, <sighs> thank you again for your help. Yeah, uh, anytime. Um, yeah. I don't know how to end this conversation, but... Um, it's been well, I think it'll be a goodbye because I think my friends and I have business to attend to. Oh. And then um, I just go. Well, if I get to see you all again, it was very nice meeting you. Goodbye. Go out. <laughs> he just kind of like focuses on his sparrow. Uh, um, yeah. Hey, hey, attention, daddy. Mm -hmm. Um, quick question. Um, how much was the class again, so I can take it out of my my money that I no longer have? Uh, so this I think it was twenty five. This class was twenty five gold pieces. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, okay, so Deirdre. You, so the question is, do we want to head back to, I guess, my home and shop? Or do we want to stay here, try to make money? Do we want to stay here and try to gather the items ourselves? Which I don't think would be advisable, considering I think most of these things are from vastly different areas. <laughs> well, how long do those coins take to reset again? Is it a week? A week, but I can get us there. I have my own. Because, hmm. like, the thing is, if we go to a different plane, we could use another one to get back. But if we try to go right away to the other plane, then we'll be stuck there. While we wait for the other one to reset, right? I'm assuming if we're going to where... Millier's bosses, though, they might exchange our coins because they're the same thing, just for ones that are with fresh charge. Um, you guys can certainly ask for that. Um, I'm not sure what he would ask of you guys for that. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Cause I mean, coin... we've been helping him collect debts, so I feel like there's not a ton to ask. 
that well, is for you to discuss with him. Are all of well. your debts on the material plane, or? Oh, I can, in theory, be sent to most planes. Because, hmm. like, presumably, if we have to go to River Styx, and then the other is, like, to get a Deva feather, I'm assuming that's, like, what is we could also... and an angel. Celestial plane. <laughs> What's an angel? Uh, oh, God. A. I. We're doing the mental telepathic, so I fully, like, project the image of what an angel would look like. Uh, like, full celestial. In. in Why Hope's is it mind. got so many eyes? So that's, like, the, the, like, the main form, but, like, when they don't want to scare people, they'll do, like, this one that's more humanoid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, technically, I think you messed a celestial when you came to the bar for the first time. Um. Oh, but... the lady who made me feel made me stop crying. Yes, she was nice. I mean, there could always just be a Dave at the bar. You can ask very nicely. Maybe you'll find a drunk one. <coughs> That's an option, but the coin will get us there and then back here. Mm -hmm. um, if we would like to go somewhere that is not here, we could potentially leave with someone and then we would appear where their coin, where they were last stood. So we find someone who is Fey while we exit. Assuming that they're heading back to the, they were start in the Feywild, but mm. yes. So far, this seems pretty sound and Along with but a change in form, I do have some money. So if we need to buy things from the market, I think some things are feasible. How much money? Because remember, my home's um, currency is different. Four to one exchange. Yeah. Rate. Four to one. Yeah. Yeah. One sec. I'm just gonna Amir. Amir would do this math faster than Jakey does. Uh, it's not D and D without math. Yeah, right. Yes. But it's not the extent of Pathfinder math. Mm, about 670 of your currency. Do I have a feeling that will be enough? Possibly for one of the three things. Uh, notably, <laughs> water from the river sticks, possibly. So that would be enough for only one of the items that Deirdre needs a star we got two weeks you also know melier that some of the people at the market barter trade as well yep trade favors i now am regretting letting doing the right thing and letting that soul loose <laughs> because that probably oh. would have bought one of the items <laughs> they wanted super succulent i don't know how succulent that guy's soul was but uh i mean like you, well, you've been to the market a few times. Do you think like any of these ingredients would be more easy to find by comparison's sake? Because we could try to find one of the items and try to buy one of the other ones. Honestly, the easiest one to find would be the soul. Mm -hmm. Just find ourselves. Um, between the deva and the sticks water, I think the sticks might be harder, right? 
It would be between those two in my mind. I mean, I was right. We might just find Deva there and hopefully is tipsy and we might be able to slyly take a feather. Right. Um, There's a fighting arena there, right? Oh, that's the other option I can go check with the other clerics like medical professionals. Oh, the I was saying if a Deva goes into the fighting arena. Yeah. Also, other option is for us to go into the pits and make some money. Um, which I suppose I've been in a pit a couple of times, but not necessarily for the money aspect. Um, but yeah, those are some other options. Also barter with the people who are running the stalls, which depending on what they want, would send us potentially on another wild goose chase, so. Hmm. I mean, we could collect the soul on this plane quite easily. Well, we have two weeks. I think if the soul is the easiest, I would say almost we save it for last. And we start with what's most difficult, because that's going to be the most time-consuming. My only concern with doing that is the harder stuff we need to travel for. Souls in other places are more potent and might be a little harder to trap. If that makes sense. It does. Because what they're weighing is, is innocence. People who are quote unquote weak can be very strong in innocence. If we go to another plane or my home, it is mostly strong individuals who, yes, may have innocence, but now we're dealing with something different. Drew, I have a question, because Amir just had a thought that Amir is currently protected and warded, mm -hmm. but described prior, Amir's shadow is still moving. Is my shadow still active and moving? We shall see. We shall see what the dice decide. The dice have decided. Yes. Can I see that soul coin? Sure. Opens a compartment. Wait, the one that's full right now or an empty one? An empty one. <laughs> Hands in a soul coin. How do you make it work? Um, I normally just kind of flick it. Just like flicking, a, like flipping a coin heads or tails? You can flip it. Um, some people tap it. Um, I need I've to seen touch some the people soul. who souls just kind of can float to it sometimes. It kind of depends. People have different styles of using it. Why were you thinking of your shadow? Yeah, 
Amir's going to flick the coin up, and uh, as he catches it with his other hand, he's going to hit his hand on the ground to his shadow. The three others of you watch as Amir flips this coin in the air, catches it, and slams it to the ground. You all watch as Amir's shadow contorts and twists as you watch almost figuratively bones breaking in the shadow as it's slowly being pulled into this coin before finally letting out a small of shadow as it's absorbed into the coin. Mirror, you stand there with no shadow. Why did you do that? This was someone who died a long time ago. A long, long time ago. They were powerful. They were innocent. But they're not of this world. You didn't even ask. Neither did they. Besides, the soul can be released. Consider this a failsafe. I hold the hand, the coin to Melia. Take the coin. And I can only hold one more coin after this. Do you need me to hold on to it for now? You can, you can hold on to it. It's just soul coins are more easily used. The less pure your own soul is. Those who are malevolent can carry as much as they want. And those who are not have limits before it begins to drain them. Some people draw get taken mad. I can hold up to three without feeling the effects. Then I'll hold on to this one for now. I don't know how many I can hold, and I don't want to find out. Fair enough. The average person sewing on the fields can barely hold one. Amir, as you hold this, you feel this... This pressure. But we're live. Oh and, um, Amir, you're holding this coin, right? You're just, uh, you're just, uh, you're, uh, I'm going to tell everybody to refresh, refresh, please. So sorry, V. I love, I love that you started, like, before the disconnect with this beautiful, like, Oh my god, you feel this build up. And right now you're just like, you just fucking hold this coin. You're just holding it. Whatever. I played it the first time. You didn't hear me. That's not on me. And thank you. Fuck you, Spectrum. Coming for you, Spectrum. You hear me? I'm coming for you. Uh, Everyone, hey, leave Spectrum a bad review on Yelp. <laughs> oh, they don't have a good one already. Anyways, Amir, as you hold this coin, you just, you feel this tug not physically but on your soul is it's if 
there's this just pressure inside your chest that radiates to your entirety and it kind of washes over for a moment but you still feel that little bit of pressure as you hold this coin yeah Amir's gonna put the coin away uh, Amir's gonna turn to hope is there something you want to say you seem concerned I don't know. I don't really know enough about this to I feel things, but I don't know whether those things are justified because I don't know enough about this. Well, that doesn't make you... those feelings invalid. And if those feelings, you find a way of channeling them, like, or seeing, that's what we're looking for. If you find the root of what you're feeling or something you want to ask, please ask. I won't. There's no judgment. I would like to hear. And yeah. Hope, I want you to know. Asking a question is a contribution because when you ask a question to someone, you're making them think and ponder a response and giving them a different angle. It is a contribution to ask questions. Oh, I just, it's more that I don't, I don't know what to ask yet. So I'm just pondering, sorting that out. In my head. That's Normally, fair. I don't... Normally, I don't have to ask questions. Because if I need to know something, I just... It just comes because somebody else knows it. But I don't have that here. Mm. So... That's fair. I'm... 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 I'm getting there. But I don't have the... I don't know what the question is yet. So... I'm just, I'm just gonna sit with it. Well, not sit with it, because we're not sitting. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Let it stew. <laughs> That's fair. So we still haven't decided what we're doing next, then. Well, I think Deirdre, don't we need to pick up some, <laughs> some well, things from Opal? Jewelry. Yeah, for yes. the rest of you. Oh yeah, that's a thing today. And then after that, we are left to our own devices. Um. Well, um, we wanted to get a book for Hope to look up some names, right? So we could always go back to that library as well and find out, like, mm -hmm. how one might gather those other ingredients, right? Because I'm sure just getting stuff from the river sticks isn't going to be as easy as just showing up with a flask, throwing it in there. Amir gave me a thesaurus, but a lot of the words don't make any sense to me. <laughs> what word are like, you looking at? Well, I just don't think they're very good names. Well, I they're... don't think my name is going to be something like irritable or mopish. 
Um, Amir's gonna flip in through the the source and find like the the different words for like uh specifically like hope, and then also like uh berry berries. Um, since those two have been names that like hope is associated with. This is to find words that mean something similar to other words. You have a connection with hope and berries so far. Do any of these words stick out to you? Or is there a feeling you have that would be nice to have as a name, but you want to hear it as a name? For example, do you feel happy? Do you feel confused? Do you feel... Oh, I, I have all people able to name things. Anyway. I mean, I don't think... And starts looking down the list underneath. In, in synonyms for hope, which I definitely didn't just Google. <laughs> totally. I don't I don't think that I feel like faith, but that is kind of apt with the whole God talking to me thing. Okay, well, let's find also, another word for faith. I don't know if that's right, because I don't know anything about the God, other than it might be the moon God. But I don't know. Um, that's a whole thing. It's very confusing. That makes me feel confused. An answer you need to find today, also. But the longer that I don't have a name, the more confusing it's going to be for everyone to try and talk to me. Names are important when you're just individuals. Fair. Mir flips through, like, the, the book and stops and finds specifically, like, stars. Maybe this isn't my place to suggest to you. You're connected with stars, faith, heavenly bodies, and turns the word celestial over on something like Celeste. I thought Celestials were the ones with the wings and the eyes. Those are Deva and different kinds of beings. Celestial, celestial the meaning of the word is it's like stars. So when you call something a celestial body, it is a body of stars. When you become cosmic and your skin changes with those stars, you look celestial. Even do like Cosmo, like Cosmic, you're feeling extra silly. That feels like a really good name for a dog who has telepathic abilities. And I don't think I'm a dog. But I'm sure they'd be a very good dog. I'm sure they're a very good dog. I'll give it some thought. Well, well, let's head to the jeweler then. Well, like, you're trying to learn things, and, like, that could be related to enlightenment, which could be light in general, so you could be dawn or something like that. Oh. Oh. Because, like, you're learning, so that is, like, to be enlightened. So, your name can be Light.
I think my name's Dawn. Because that's the second time that one of you said that to me. And Dawn it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does that feel like you? Does that feel right? Does that feel right, Don? I think so. Yeah. And... I guess there's nothing wrong if at some point it doesn't feel right again. No! <laughs> oh, right. Ah. It's still showing live. I think we're back. It's still showing live. We're back. Just as we're getting cute. No. <laughs> it's still alive. Am I having a moment and Spectrum's yeah. trying to fuck me? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Because I was having. When I thought. When I, when I did the bad things. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be hope anymore, because I didn't feel like I was good enough to be hope. And I was gonna go, and I was gonna leave. And then Amir told me not to, and Amir asked me to stay for one more dawn. And then you call me dawn. Because it's about the, the 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 sun coming up and being enlightened with the the light on you and things, and and maybe that's what this is. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just learning a bit more about what I am and stuff. Yeah. Don is a fine name. Mm -hmm. You're just learning. I'm just a little guy. I'm just learning. <laughs> you know? Not me over yeah. here furiously in Photoshop fixing the nameplate. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> what are you talking about? It's fine. It's fine. You all begin Ow. your journey. Uh, heading over to the market district. It's not too long of a walk, probably take you about maybe 30, 40 minutes uh, walking through the Luminara district. The, and the, as you pass by, you pass by the Emerald Spire, uh, you cross over the river, uh, and you make your way over to the market district. And as you're making your way there, everybody roll me a perception. Or 12. First row with a new name, Nat 20, baby. Nice. Hey. 13. <laughs> Don and Melier, you both see a small 
ragdoll. It has little X's for its eyes and a little stitched mouth as it stands in the walkway and gives you a little wave. You wave Hi. it. Hi. It, it does a beckoning motion and then turns around and very funnily just like <laughs> kind of does this down the walkway in front of you trying to go as fast as it can. It's it's not going very fast like you can see it. <laughs> it's literally the just like quite short. Nope. Fuck nope. that. I am staying Oops. over here. Thank you. Why are you guys having an issue? Wait, what's wrong with- I'm just following. Yeah, I'm following too. <laughs> we, do we just follow random scary toys with X's for- We just do that now? That's our thing? I just turned, we... I just turned around to a man and said, We followed How How. That's different. You're <laughs> like a place to follow. It's a doll. As Melier and Dawn keep moving and following <laughs> this thing, the two of you are left there trying to figure out what's going on. This little doll, it stops for a second and it looks over to you, Dawn, and it gives you the uppy arms. I pick it up. It's it's just a little guy, maybe about maybe about oh yay God. tall. And it crawls from your palm, crawls on your arm, and crawls up and sits on your shoulder and points. Where is it pointing? It is pointing uh, down a one of the uh, aisles of this market district. Okay. Uh, I just turned to see, because I know Melia is with me. What are the other two? Uh, did you guys follow? Did they follow? Or did distance, they give us Or are you guys just, just, just like, nope, we're out? Oh, Amir's, Amir's following, and if if Deirdre oh, really doesn't want to, like, uh, yeah. We're telepathically connected, so Deirdre will know if something goes wrong. Yeah, as long as it's within a mile, yeah, we can all just speak to one another. I'm okay. walking, but I'm pretty far back. <laughs> Fair no. enough. I'm just going to wave at you, and then I'm going to follow where this doll is pointing. Uh, amazing. So this doll keeps pointing in random directions as it's like kind of guiding you to where it's going. Uh, and eventually it gives you a little pat on the shoulder and then points at a building. On the little wooden swing tile, it says Mama Irie's Spirit Grove. Uh, through the telepathic communication, I'm just going to say to Amir, I know what a grove is, but what's a spirit grove? Of what? A place where a spirit wanders. Oh, maybe we could find the succulent soul here. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe. Do you want to stay outside? No, it's probably good <laughs> if I'm, I'd like us to not, as much as I can telepathically connect with everybody, I'd rather we keep close proximity in a place called the Spirit Grove. It's okay if you want to stay outside. I think Deirdre wants to stay outside, and I don't think Deirdre should be on their own. Deirdre, would you like to go into the Spirit Grove? No, but I will. Do 
If you would like to stay outside, I will also stay outside. Hope and I won't be alone. We have each other and Dawn. our little bat and our little doll friend. Let's well, see if Wes comes to Wes, I'll set my mimic on them. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, the cup-sized mimic that I'll show him. The the doll. Point. I do understand sarcasm, you know. The doll hops. Oh, off. I know. The doll hops off on shoulders onto the ground and kind of lands with like a ragdoll physics as it hits the floor and then kind of like gets back up, stands up, points at each of you individually, taps its chest, and points at the door. Oh, I think it wants all of us to go in. I'm really sorry, but not everybody wants to come in. Is it okay if just two of us go in? It shrugs. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go in and ask if that's okay. Do you want to come in with me? It hops onto your foot and sits. Okay. Let's go okay. in, Dawn. I'm gonna lift my foot up, scoop it back up onto my shoulder. <laughs> Just get on there. <laughs> As you open this creaky door, you are immediately enveloped in a very heady atmosphere that teems with the mystical and arcane. Uh, two sensations uh, overwhelm you simultaneously. The pungent aroma of incense, burning herbs, and the sweet tinge of tobacco. And you hear these whispers in your head as soon as you pass the threshold. And as you do, they stop. As you continue stepping in, you see a large alligator lizard folk walking around picking up bottles, setting them down, moving them around. And then behind that, you see a woman sitting behind a desk with a small crystal orb on one side, a few bottles of various things. You're not quite sure what's in there, but upon her head, she wears a large top hat that appears to have a skeletal snake wrapped around it. On her neck, you see this very like crooked hand on a necklace. You can also see a small flask on her side as well as a small dagger. And most prominently as she sits here with her fingers folded in front, you can see these red chain tattoos on her arm. Oh, welcome. Welcome to Mama Iris Spirit Grove. I see my little friend found you. Yeah, was there a specific reason that you wanted us to be found and brought here? The dolls find people and bring them here. If the doll found you, there's got to be a reason. Insight check. Deirdre, I bet you five gold pieces something really cryptic was just said. <laughs> I'm not betting you any money that cryptic things were said. Melier uh, and Ho and Dawn are in there. Someone's going to say something cryptic. Uh, that's fun. a 14. Also, can I do a specific insight check on the doll? Yeah, sure. Um, on her. Yeah. Dawn, uh, your insight, she seems forthcoming. She's... Uh, her voice doesn't seem to match her appearance, like, age-wise. She sounds like my grandmother. Yeah. Granny? 
<laughs> that you? <laughs> that you? I'm 18. 18? Uh, the doll was just very eager to get y'all there. It, it's like, hey, y'all, come with me. Come on. I got this things to show you. This is a oddly specific marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. Mama Iris got all sorts of things you may need from trinkets to bottles to potions. I read names. I can read your past. Can't read your future. When you say you can read names, I'm assuming you don't just mean like have it written down on a piece of paper and read it. Yes. Because I mean, I could do that. Now, I can tell you your name's meanings. Oh, but I know what my name means. I just picked it. Then you don't need that service, darling. That's true. And imagine not knowing what your name meant. Happens for a lot of people. I just think it would be better if everyone just sort of picked their name, because then they would know what it meant. And then they would be happy with it, because it wouldn't be something that was given to them, it would be something that they chose. That's very fair. That's a good way of looking at it. I guess... Mama Irie has a lot in stock. Is there a specialty, or is it just a smattering of things? You can say a smattering of things. I've got preserved animals. I've got items from the distant swamps and bayous. I've, I've got it all. If you need some tobacco for some rituals or just to smoke. As you, as you're talking to her, she's like rolling up a uh, cigarette. True. Mm -hmm. I remember last game I found a shop that was like taxidermy and pelts for the augury stuff I wanted. Mm -hmm. Could I potentially find something more like that here instead of there? Oh, for sure. There are like perfectly preserved animals in like glass jars and stuff. Um, any deer antlers? Oh, absolutely. I've got deer antlers, elk antlers. I've got anything you want. I've got a deer. If you want, you can go what? over there. There's Kosk, and... as she points over to the alligator lizard fold. Kosk there can show you what you're looking for. And I guess, what are some of the more rare items? Well, I've got some items I've stolen from some hags in the past. I've got... Some herbs that can be used in certain spells. I've got all sorts of things, dear. When you say you stole from hacks, <laughs> how recently was this? Oh, that was, a, that was years ago. I, I've spent my time, I've come across a couple of covens here and there. Hmm. I whisper in Deirdre's mind, hey, hey, do you know the name of that coven that you sold <laughs> your soldier name to? 
Oh, you're, you're muted. muted. Wait, Deirdre, you're muted. <laughs> you're outside. You can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk. I'm outside. Um, I mean, I don't think they've called themselves anything other than the sisters. They have. They have? Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, uh, I'm not going to have you roll a history. They would have told it to you before. You would have heard about them. Uh, it's the Moonrise Coven. The Moonrise Coven. Whoa. That's what they're called. I forgot until just now. That's what they're called. <laughs> have you ever encountered a coven called the Moonrise Coven? Oh, yeah, dear. I've ran into those sisters once or twice. And have you liberated things from them? I've liberated things from every hag I've encountered. Wretched witches. Oh, that's not the word I thought you were going to say, but okay. Um, <laughs> wretched bitches. <laughs> Those fucking assholes. Yeah, fucking hide them. Do you, do you have items from that coven? Yeah, if you want to come over here and take a gander, yeah, I've got this. I over don't. I don't need a goose. I I just want to see what there is. I like the wordplay. For some reason, I have a weird feeling giving hope a thesaurus was a bad idea. <laughs> it was a brilliant idea. <laughs> a lot of these. My linguistic abilities are suddenly accelerated. <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of these are rather gross, and I like to keep them over in that chest. But have a look around. And this one was from the Coven of Mammon over here. And then this one's over from the Moonrise Coven over here. And just have a gander. Now, careful, don't touch a lot in there. Some of it's cursed now. Oh, of course. Um, what specifically did, did she point out as being from the Moonrise Coven? Uh, there is a large chest. It has like this purple filigree with skulls on it and it looks very swampy. There's like Spanish moss that hangs off the side of it and then a couple spiders like crawl on it. Would, would it be okay if I opened it or is it gonna like... You know? She gets up. You hear a couple like bones creak as she stands and she goes and lifts up the chest and she's like have a look inside now i gotta sit down my damn hip <laughs> too fucking real um what's in the chest drew uh hey, drew, what treasures do we roll got romeo d100 oh shit. both of okay. us yep both of you roll okay. d100s we're doing so great 86 53. Of course you picked this insane one, Dawn. <laughs> uh, Who picked the insane one? 
Uh, John over here. I haven't even looked at yours yet, Millie. Um, There's just a whole oh, hag in there. <laughs> just, just, just a whole hag. We see the face peek I out. Stole a hag. Well, actually, it's pretty similar to what was just explained. Uh, inside sits a scarecrow, motionless in uh, this box. It's twisted up and like crammed in there. Uh, and Does it have a turnip head. Sure. <laughs> it's got no a little it's got a little turnip head in there and it's just the the okay. eyes have been hollowed out and the little mouth has like uh it almost looks like it's been sewn shut uh but you see that scarecrow in there and melier what did you roll i rolled a 53 you find you find an eye of newt jar half full <laughs> However, what they don't tell you is Eye of Newt is not actual Eyes of Newts. No, it's not. <laughs> I believe it's coriander seeds. So, yeah, you find this little jar with a bunch of seeds inside. Um, a few other things that are in there. There's a small bird cage. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> hey, uh a very mummified, scruffy, scarred-looking pigeon uh, that's just kind of in the birdcage oh, itself. Oh, no, the meta-pigeon. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Um, I've been stuck here for so fucking long. Ooh. There's another uh, jar with an overweight toad crammed into it. Uh, Poor toad. And then there is what appears to be a small, like, crooked stick inside. Uh, on the stick, there are, like, little uh, shelf mushrooms that are growing on the sides of it. What's this stick? Couldn't tell you, but I took it. Is it cursed? It could be. Cost, come tell me if this thing's cursed. Ooh. Felt that in my soul. <laughs> Same cost. He today. looks down at it. You see, he also too has these red chains of like this arcane tattoo on his arm. As he holds his hand out, you see this uh, flash of arcane energy over it. He looks back over to you. Yeah. Um. Can you tell what else it does, or is it just that it's cursed? No. Yes, it is cursed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a shame. I would have been really cool. But I don't want to be cursed. Um, can I cast identify on it? Yeah. Cast identify on it. <laughs> Alright. Cast identify I, on this. Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, it is a wand of polymorph. However, it is cursed. Yes. What is the curse? You do not pick up the curse. You just know that it is cursed. Turn people into snails. <laughs> it just turns people into mushrooms. Mushroom bands. Mushroom bands. Whatever could it mean? It means you've lived a life of sin. <laughs> it means you've lived a life of sin. Exactly. Very good. Very good. Exactly. Okay. Um. Mm. 
Well, I suppose it was a little optimistic to think that I was going to find what I was looking for in here. Well, what's you looking for? I... I heard a rumor that the the hacks stole some wings from a bug. I mean, that doesn't uh. sound too far-fetched. And I thought maybe you might have, like, liberated those. I, I mean, just, you know, I just really like bugs. I mean, if you dig down in there, I'm sure you might find some kind of bug wings in there. I'm a rummage. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a do my best rummage. I try to point out, hope anything that's definitely cursed. <laughs> like, I just do my best as, <laughs> with as many arcana checks as I can. We're rummaging, baby! Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Roll me a d100. <laughs> it's rummage o'clock. 93! As you're pushing through, avoiding touching that wand... No curses on me, please. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Not today. You get down at the bottom, and wouldn't you know it, there are two small Luna Moth wings sitting at the bottom <gasps> of this chest. Oh! These are really pretty. Are these cursed? Hell yeah, these cursed. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I use my one free cast today. Set them down before well, I can. <laughs> I know I'm not putting these down. I'm not putting these down. Oh gods. Can I at least like, get a kerchief under the Don's hand so that like nope. they're not directly touching? Okay, nope, no, okay. Well, too I'm late. sorry. I'm sorry, it's gonna take ten minutes while I cast. <laughs> okay. Well, if they're cursed, it's too late for me. So <laughs> These are really pretty, I, I ritually cast Identify. As you're waiting this ten minutes to start your ritual, Mama Irie looks over and says, How these cost me? I was just about to say. Tell me a good story I haven't heard in there all years. Okay. Insight check on this <laughs> Okay. Uh... I... I have a story open on one of these tabs. It's not a story that she would know. But it's not a story that Hope would know either. Uh... Once upon a time, there was... As you're thinking of this story, yes. Kosk comes over and plops down on the ground to also listen to the story. Okay. I'm keeping a close eye on Dawn. Wait a minute, what was the store, store called again? Mama Irie's Spirit Grove. Does that name sound familiar at all? Roll a history. 
I'm classically very good at this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, love, I, love, nope. I saw the number pop up as you said, I'm classically very good at this. And it was I'm like, almost uh -huh, a 17. It was almost a 17, but no, that's a level. That's a nine. <laughs> okay. Once upon a time, there was a very large family. There were a lot of mums and a lot of dads, a lot of aunts, a lot of uncles, a lot of brothers, a lot of sisters. A lot of cousins and a lot of people who all loved each other very much. Dinner times were very loud, but that was okay because they were sort of used to be being loud all the time because there were a lot of them and they all had things to say. In this family, there was one little bean who didn't always talk so much, but liked to listen a lot. And they would get visitors who would come and go, and visitors would tell their stories, and the family would tell each other the stories that they heard. Sometimes it felt like they were filling the silence, because it was very quiet down there in the dark cave that they lived in. But they would tell each other the stories and the stories would become part of their history. And the family kept growing and growing. And sometimes they had arguments with the another family that lived close by because it was a really scary family that lived close by. But that didn't matter, they were okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. So one day this bean goes on a walk and they find something like a shiny pebble and they pick it up and the shiny pebble was a magic pebble and it made everything quiet. Everything around them stopped being loud. Everything started being quiet and they realized that they could still talk to their family but not in the same way anymore. It was like they were talking a different language. And they could sort of understand because it was like, like how Sylvan is sort of like elvish, but not at the same time. And the little bean realized that they kind of missed the loudness because now they didn't know what everyone was saying and it was a little scary. So they decided to go and try and find someone else who spoke the same language as them. And they went off and, and, and went to have an adventure, like some of the people that they'd seen going past and heard all the stories from. But that was really scary. Uh, adventuring is not all it's cracked up to be, said the little bean. And then one day they met someone who was also very loud in the head. And they became friends. And that was really good for a time. Because it felt a little bit like family. But not quite the same. But still good. And then they met uh, a, a happy little bug who was not as loud, but also a little bit loud sometimes, but in a good way. But in the same way that the, the, the little bean had to learn how to speak, because they couldn't do the, the regular language, they had to do the special new language. And the bug talked that language a lot. So they taught the bean lots of words 
and how to speak properly. And then the 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 friends went and had a little adventure, and it was a good adventure that time. There was a big bird involved in a storm. That was really good. And then uh, the little bee lived happily ever after. I guess probably. I don't really know how stories are supposed to end because people keep living, unless they don't. But the bee's still alive, so it's okay. There's a, there's a good story there. A deal's a deal. The wings are yours. Thank you. Doing an insight check on this lady. Yeah. I don't like any of this. An insight check. Or can I do Arcana? I guess I want to make sure that hope is okay magically. Um, either or. Arcana, I have advantage. <laughs> 28. She seems forthright. The deals were met. She asked for a story that she had never heard and offered the wings. Thank you. Do I see that the doll is still trying to get the other two inside? Or has has it the dolls? The doll is sat on the floor and was actively listening to the story as well. Thank you. I turn to the to to the to the alligator and the doll and I go, I hope you like the story too. Good. The doll's like I've never told a story before. That was very exciting. And just out of curiosity, that story what didn't happen to be about anyone you knew, did it? It's about someone I thought I knew. But it turns out I didn't know them at all. Hmm. This sounds like, yeah, it was a good story. Can't wait to see where it ends. I mean, technically all stories end the same way. Do they though? I mean, people die, so yeah. Death and if they the don't end, die, sweetie. then the story doesn't end. I'll tell you right now, death isn't the end, sweetie. Whoa. You mean there's more chapters after that? So many more. That's kind of cool. I say in Don's mind, let's leave. This is a lot of red flags. I wish you hadn't done a story that was so close to who you once knew. The fuck you mean red flags and story you once knew? <laughs> what are you two doing in there? You're muted, Deirdre. What the fuck? <laughs> no, she's screaming internally right now. <laughs> <laughs> All you just hear is, ah! Inside your brain. <laughs> you're all psychically linked. Well, it was nice to meet you. It was great to meet y'all too. If you ever have any questions about the hags or 
any of the bayous i got stories to tell you that are last days amazing well i think i'll definitely come back at some point because you seem like a really interesting person and i look forward to listening to a story from you well you come back whenever and i'll tell you good they're not telepathically answering i'm going in we're walking out. We're walking <laughs> as we like, walk around. No, Amir, said, Amir said that out loud uh, yeah. because okay. there was no telepathic response when he said yeah, the fuck is going not. on. So yeah, he's 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 walking in. Yeah, I'll we're, go in. We're turning around in that exact moment to leave. Hey, welcome in to Mama Iris Spirit Grove. We got we I think what we needed. We just finished up, but if you wanna if you wanna look at some stuff, that's okay. No, don't do it. Don't do it. And your guys said don't don't sleep. <laughs> What did you get? I got these. And I show the wings. Aren't they pretty? Fuck are those? Telepathically, I'm like... I think they might be hers. But I don't know. And I don't want to say it out loud. Go. Let's go. Go, please. Amir's just gonna give a head nod for them to step out. Amir, you too. Look over my shoulder. Bye! Have a good one, darling. I'll see you in. next time. Telepathically, um, so everyone would hear. I guess with mine, I can choose specific people, but I am still gonna say this. I'll be right out. Amir. I don't wanna, like... <laughs> we don't wanna make this any worse. I and I don't think these people are the problem. Look at the chains on their arms. I don't think they are either. But I think they'll have answers about the problem. And if what was briefly mentioned is what I think it was, there might be a contribution to the problem. I, if those um... are what we need, and it was that easy to get them, I don't like what is going to come next. Of course not. And if it was that easy to get them, I don't think it was truly that easy. Um, I, before I leave, I pat Amir on this shoulder and I deposit a little tiny bat so I can still see. <laughs> um, I kind of don't want to leave either, but... I mean, this is regarding you. This is all telepathically, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to, like, put my finger here when I'm speaking telepathically. Um, this is regarding you. Nobody, everybody can stay. I'm not going to say anything private. I'm just not going to be very polite. Mm. I mean, I'm just going to step forward. What did you oh. ask my friend for? I asked her to tell me a story she's I've never heard before. Simple things. And why for those wings did you ask hmm? Yeah, is that generally the price you ask for? I don't deal in money here. No, but that specifically is that the price you generally ask for? I'd say so. Spend enough time in the swamps and 
You learn currencies of things. Mama Irie's been here for quite too long, and I like hearing a good story. Hell yeah, has it been 10 minutes yet? We were interrupted by that whole thing, but I will just... I will just cast at this point. I am just casting a normal spell slot. I'm no longer being stingy with my spells. <laughs> Look, I'm a caster. <laughs> Gotta be stingy with them sometimes. I'm casting Do I identify. Do recognize this person at all? Say that one more time. Do I recognize this person at all? Doesn't look familiar. As you cast so identify, as you cast identify, you receive information that it's kind of cryptic in a way. It, oh, it it reads to you: wings once stolen can be returned. Those from the grove, the sun has burned. say that to everyone that's what I get from these wings how did you get those wings I've been in my travels and I've stolen from hags and I've been here and I've been there how did you steal from them specifically well you want to hear the whole story Give me a brief version. Well, I came from the great tourist bog in the Nautilus region, and well, I was born into the swamps and all their ancient secrets and mystical energies. And I myself, a daughter of the bog, I learned the ways of the arcane from the whispers of the swamp, and came across the coven of Mammon when I was younger, and. Well, they had me under their snare for a while. I got out of there. That mother Gluckin, she holds on real tight. But I eventually made my way southeast and found myself yet again in another swamp. Seemed can't get away from them. Found myself in the Kizar Bayou. There I ran into Grandmother Sin herself. I tell ya. Her, they ain't like no hags you've ever seen. But, Mama Iris got some light fingers, and I managed to snag a few things before I made my way to Eldrithian. That's the gist of it. When were you there last, if you don't mind me asking? Last there... Me and Kosk over here made a visit, probably a few months back. We might be back. Do you have anything else you want to ask, Deirdre? But um, why do you steal from hags specifically, if I might ask? That's because they stole from me. As she kind of holds up her arm, and you see that arcane tattoo of chains on her arm. 
You say your name's Deidre? It is now. That's not the name you had. That was given to you. You know what that name means? To an extent. Broken hearted and sorrowful. What? Just remember this, darling. Though that meaning may not be the most attractive, do remember that some of life's greatest joys and experiences come after overcoming those dark times. So you don't put too much placement in that name. That ain't the name you were born with. They steal from you too? I tell you, if, if you going after them, they're a whole different breed. And probably the most nastiest, wicked hags I ever come across. And I've seen my fair share. Well then, I guess they'll receive an ass-kicking they've never heard of. I wish y'all luck, but... Make sure that one out there, she comes back and she's able to tell me the end of that story. I want to know how it ends. Thank you. Mir just looks to Deirdre. might come back again but thank you take this little one with you if you're going out after the hags he'll help you find them yeah uh, the doll as she points to the doll trust me i got more in the back as you just see this box of like little voodoo dolls just like bouncing in the back of this box I love the dolls, Drew. You don't understand. I love them so much. <laughs> or don't. I'm just saying. It'll help you find them. I take one with me every time I go back. I really didn't say this. <laughs> yeah, sure. I was, I was on board with the dolls until you had a box of them just wriggling around. That's not okay. okay. No. I'm still uh, on board with it. You sometimes need spares. Like, come on. That's a dirty They're cloth 20. dolls. Uh, dirty 20? Yeah, I think. I have, I have a guidance that I haven't used either. Let me just, let me just d4 this, I guess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, twenty-three with guidance. Twenty-three. She seems forthcoming. It's not coming out of a place of malice at all. Sure, we'll take a doll. I'm. Amir's gonna kneel down and look at the doll. It kind of looks back up at you, puts its hand on its hip, and it's like, hey. Walk, cat, walk, cat. Is that she away? How much energy can you hold? It shrugs. Dawn was right. I didn't ask. 
I'm gonna put the soul, push the soul coin onto its chest and try and release the soul into the doll. It just like shakes violently as the soul coin just ding, 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 on the floor empty. Pick it back up. Now you have your own form and <laughs> some help. If you don't like this form, we can put you back in the coin, but I didn't ask, so. If a doll could make a middle finger, it would. You just see this. It's gonna like, have to sew itself just, a new hand. You just see this like little nub rise up, and then it just crosses its arms and gives a shrug. We good? Can I put my hand out. It waddles over, sits in your hand. Deirdre, would you like to carry the doll? I think you want to carry the doll. Uh, well, we'll leave that up to the doll. Would you rather be carried by Amir or me? It looks around to both of you, pops off your hand, and skitters towards the door. <laughs> yeah. And knocks on the door. You can't walk up the- someone's gonna kick you! Is somebody knocking on the door? I open the door. It yeah. jumps and latches onto your foot. And then kind of like tries Hi. to climb up your leg and then eventually gets up to your shoulder and just yeah, then As it gets to like up to the knee, I just scoop, scoop them up and put them on the shoulder. I just project the mental image to everybody so that everybody's on the same page of what happened with the soul coin and the doll. So and specifically think... the comment of hope, it, hope was right, I didn't ask. Hi. It gives you a Is pat. It gives you a pat on the side of your face. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> it's just thanks. this little doll. Just... If we were sticking around, we could probably take the familiar class again and get a... Does this a better feel better coin. than being in the coin? Does it feel better than being in the shadow? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm gonna look, do I have a normal shadow back now that like the soul's released? Take a look down. As you're standing inside, the lighting's not great in here. Uh, but are you are you still inside or making your way back out? Uh, I'm gonna kind of give like a little awkward wave, kind of like a sorry about the hostile energy. You seem pretty chill. <laughs> As Amir's gonna like slowly walk out. Deirdre, before you walk out, she looks up to you. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the door to fucking slam. Like, no, it's it's still creaked open, uh, but she looks over to you and says, if you're gonna confront him, you're gonna need help. Y'all ain't ready for this fight. I know we're not. I'll tell you what. And she, there's this little pouch next to her. She picks it up and tosses it your way. Said, give him hell. As you step out the door, you hear a small lock. It's in the little bag. We'll have to find Sorry, out I next session. Wow. Hey. I What's protest waiting two weeks. <laughs> Formally you. protest. Thank you all for tuning in this week. Uh, sorry for the spectrum. I'm going to give them a call and give them a what for tonight. So that doesn't happen again because I'm over it. I'm tired of it. 
Uh, but <laughs> Drew's uh, getting in the character of the doll right now, IRL. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, and also don't forget, starting on the 18th of September, a new weekly campaign will be starting: Crimson Conquest, Secrets of the Blood Rite Bastion. We have some familiar faces in there and some new faces. Ooh. But yes, um, yeah. Until what, then, of what month? Of what month? Uh, this month. Ooh. So in days. <laughs> I don't know how many, but days. I'll put an announcement in the Discord. So make sure you join that too. And uh, until then, we are going to go over and raid to Arcadium, who is also playing some D&D. So, with that being said, we'll see you in two weeks, and it's always been a pleasure. Bye.